Hi, I'm Ray. And I'm Saren. We're your Spider Baby hosts from To Know Her Is To Fear Her, a Spider Woman podcast, as well as proud members of The Collective. You're listening to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. Sit back and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton. I'm Connor from the House of L. And I'm Ray from the House of Zod. Adam. <laughs> the one word that says it all. Yep, no house or anything. No house. No. Uh, Alright, I'm just going. I'm just drifting and Ronan right now, I guess. Um, very, but bra- yeah. very brainiac of you, Adam. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. For context, what happened was you guys were talking and I put myself on mute so I could drink from the <laughs> sink. <laughs> Oh, wow. So, so not so much Brainiac as much as, like, <laughs> more like maybe non. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so, um, so tough times, Adam. Drinking from the sink. <laughs> <laughs> so we're back for Superman Unchanged Part 2. And uh, we we were away a week because it's just scheduling. Uh, I forgot to post an update that we were going to be away a week, but no one seemed to freak out. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just quickly, I want to thank our patrons, Tasman and Russell. Thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Help keep the lights on. Yeah. And if you're interested, go over and have a look. Cool rewards, mugs and stuff. Anyway, um, yeah, so Unchained Part 2. But first, I just wanted to talk about a couple of things. Uh, mostly there's a... Um, okay, so DC Fandom's coming up. Mm-hmm. And I was just having a squiz at the... There's like a before Fandom videos you can watch. And there's a couple of Superman things on there so we have uh there's the science of superman which to be fair has been free on youtube for like over 10 years but it's there so if you want to watch it <laughs> uh and then there's um superman timeless icon which is a special feature from the new superman animated series blu-ray so that's a cool little thing there and then there's also uh meet superman which is just kind of a showcase of various moments throughout his uh on-screen Adaptations are even Lois and Clark has a couple of moments in there. Cool. Do they cool. do, do they re-release the Superman throughout the ages, but change the year again, <laughs> the eighty-first year or whatever? Yeah. No, I mean Fandom hasn't actually started yet, so they might save that for the yeah. actual. <laughs> yeah. But the curtain uh, raiser. And as I'm a, I'm a big fan of Tim Burton's Batman, there's some like Batman Returns stuff on there just for. Yeah. Oh. Pointy is listening. And we'll be talking about Batman. Don't worry. No, don't worry. He pops up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Adam. I know you just woke up, but uh, there's yes. a controversy surrounding the new Injustice movie. Apparently, um, delicious, delicious irony. I can. It's like a cat. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm bathing in the icing right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I first of all, I haven't seen it. Yeah. I, I'm honestly just kind of like, yeah. What do you? What do you think it was going to be, guys? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm straight up. And I, I said that like I'm going to see it sometime. I'm just skipping it. Oh, me too. Because it's like yeah. at some point you have to be like, I don't have time to watch everything that 
you know, especially if you know what it is, you know? Yeah. I can't watch everything that involves a comic book thing. Yeah, so, and if I if I if I don't if I know I'm not going to like it, I'm just not going to watch it as well. Yeah. So what's the uh, big which is, what's the big thing? That... So um, again, I I yeah. haven't seen it, yeah. but just from you know being part of the community and people talking about it, it seems like you know there are egregious deaths. Okay. It's kind of sloppy writing. There, there's kind of yeah, that that seems to be the main thing people are mad at is like Which is poorly done what, yeah. violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what injustice is, poorly written right. violence and right. shock value deaths. <laughs> like that that's what it is. And this this uh Alan on Twitter, he's saying like, Hey, now your characters are getting screwed over, that's fine. <laughs> but Clark's been screwed over for like ten years now by this storyline. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm, it's I like, just, he's I like, just, now you care. Yeah, I find it hilarious, you know. Um, about time it got its like, look, it, if we're, if like humanity gets wiped out, and uh, you know the next the next race digs up these things, they dig up injustice, and they read it, and they're like, "This is garbage." <laughs> like a time then, capsule. <laughs> then my spirit will just have a moment of glee somewhere, you know. <laughs> I'm always, I'm I always. I had I had a conversation with someone. I kind of had an analogy where I was like, because he, he was saying like, well, the gameplay and like idea of a DC fighting game are good. Like I I still enjoy the games. As, as, oh, it's like, a good game. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So I said it's it's like if there was like a good barbecue place who had like good meat, but they had like this awful like nasty sauce, right? Mm-hmm. And you and then it's like everyone goes there because it's good meat but then they start like bottling and selling the sauce to everybody yeah oh, yeah right that's right yeah i got just, yeah yeah just, i i got you it's just making me, me hungry it's making me hungry now adam <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, where can i get this special sauce yeah right. disclaimer i mean no offense to people who listen who like injustice i don't know why you guys like it and those reasons are cool in my book mm-hmm. you know not that that yeah. your reasons have to be approved by me, but it helps. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. there's also yeah, just kind of like I like I enjoy the games. I've played them. Uh, my my because in in Injustice One you could play as good Superman, which mm. is nice. Uh, mm. Two took away that option, so like I'd have to play Bizarre if I want to have to play a good version of Superman, which kind of sucks. But <laughs> like that being said, it's the only game in town. There's no other game where I get to play as Superman. So yeah. and also uh, that. That bizarro skin was pretty neat, too. Yeah, yeah. Is no, it just a? Is it just a one-on-one beat 'em up? Is that? Yeah. Is, okay. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's basically Mortal Kombat, but they sort of they add a lot of like flourish and movement and stuff to simulate kind of superheroes fighting. Okay. And there's uh, a there's a story I'm assuming in between the whole thing. Yeah, the story yeah, yeah. is yeah. what grinds my gears, okay. and not, not not even the story, but. The impact the story has had is what really grinds my gears. I think. Yeah. Um, the story well, itself is like you can just take it as an Elseworld, but the fact that right, it's, it's pretty much canon for a lot of that people. That for some reason it, yeah. it became like a bunch of kids' entryways into the DC universe. Yeah. They they tend to to take all of the character characterizations like very seriously yeah. when you know they yeah. probably shouldn't. What's and a it? lot of people actually think, like, oh, if Lois Lane dies, Superman's going to become, yeah. like, bad dick. Right. Like, I've seen that in YouTube comments. Like, oh, good thing Superman caught Lois, otherwise we would have had injustice. Yeah. And 
So it's laid, it laid this it. foundation that now people kind of um, reference a lot, and, and yes. it's kind of been integrated into the canon. Right, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, stuff that hasn't helped is, uh, and you know, I, I like Batman v Superman and stuff, but the Snyderverse hasn't helped that. And oh, okay. yeah. Uh, Superman and Lois also hasn't helped that, in my opinion, because uh. there are two live action things that we've gotten since Injustice was a thing, and they both featured evil Superman. Um, but you know, whatever. It's uh, maybe, maybe like the reception will be like, "Hey, we'll get something different for Injustice." Yeah. Because what I right. what I wanted after Injustice One, I was like, "Oh, so they're going to do another alternate DC universe." with, like, mm-hmm. a different sort of catalyst for change, but they just kept doing the same one. Mm. It very so, much seems that that's the the anchor. That's a whole... The premise yeah. for Injustice, right? To have mm-hmm. that Superman is bad. I mean, that, I don't... I've not read it, and, you know, I don't much don't know too much about it, so... <laughs> but my two cents is that that's probably what it's going to always be, right? Yeah, yeah. but to, yeah. to Connor's point... It, you know, that's a good idea to just do another Earth mm. because oh, yeah. Injustice, like Injustice yeah. 2 was just like, it was just more of the same. I don't know if they have yeah. anywhere else to go with it. Mm. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah, like, it lasted this long, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, after the endings of Injustice 2, one of them is the same as the ending to the first one. And another exactly. one is where yeah. Superman becomes like Brainiac. The story was, was just yeah. like a nothing. Yeah. Um, and... It was also going about how much better Supergirl was than Superman, which you know I always love to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the there was like a cool teaser. There was like a Green Lantern ending in Injustice One, and a lot of people thought that was like the sequel setup, mm. um, but it wasn't. So can you, you anyway, could, you could have like sorry, just little dwelling on the. You could have yeah. like the Flash, isn't like the Flash super powerful? You can have him as a big bad. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Have they oh, done you could that? Do, you could do so many things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Like we're complaining about this, and then the monkey paw hits, and we get yeah, uh, <laughs> like Dark Knight Metal for Injustice Three. We oh, get yeah. the, oh, Batman. the Batman who laughs. He'd love that. Batman who laughs is going to show up. But yeah, no, you're right. They might just do that whole storyline. Yeah. yeah, and keep Evil Superman as well. Oh, that's just a big treat for me. I can't wait. <laughs> um, but. Uh, a brief shout out to Capes and Lunatics who are covering Armageddon. There's a good, uh, there's three Superman annuals. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all good. Um, and one of them is kind of Injustice before Injustice was a thing. Uh, ba- like Metropolis blows up due to a nuke. Superman becomes a dictator, but I actually think it's really good. And it's mm-hmm. like, it twists the champion of the oppressed angle and sort of molds him into. A dictator, but even then he's not like evil. Like he's not, you know, burning Billy's eyes out with heat vision. Mm, so, have you read those, Adam? Those three annuals. Is that? A, I think I have, but I think that there's also been stories similar to it. So oh, there definitely has. Is yeah. it? Is it red glass or is it that's something else? That's something else. That that's like okay. a weird trippy vision he has, uh, which is yeah, pretty yeah, awesome. yeah. Um, there's there's two other annuals there's one where he becomes president don't actually remember much about that one and then there is uh one where lois dies and he hooks up with maxima which is a lot better than it sounds <laughs> trust me mm-hmm. especially since the cover has them like making out on a tombstone mm-hmm. it's actually a really nice story that so the cover doesn't you know really sell it the right way but uh 
it definitely sold it, probably, now that I think about it. But mm. yeah, so uh, shall we move on to Unchained? Is there anything else we want to talk yeah. about? Or... No, Adam? No. no, 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 all good. Okay, so are we ready to fly off to the Fortress of Solitude? Yes, sir. All right, up, up, <laughs> up and away. <laughs> I'm Alan. I'm Rebecca. And if you're listening to this, then we recommend that you check out our podcast, the DCAU Podcast, where we watch the original DC animated movies, starting from Batman Mask of Phantasm and continuing on to Justice League, Dark, Apocalypse War, and beyond. And we will cover such heroes as Batman, Superman, The Batman, Wonder Woman Victorian Steampunk Batman The Flash Batman Beyond Green Lantern Old Man Batman Martian Manhunter And plenty more versions of Batman Lots and lots and lots of Batman You can find the DCAU podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or anywhere else that you can get podcasts by looking up the DC AU podcast and subscribe today. In a flashback that runs throughout the fifth issue, Clark Kent and Wanda Wang are standing on top of a grain store discussing their astronomy teacher. When they try to jump off the roof, Lana slips with Clark holding her hand. After closing his eyes in panic, Clark realised that he was flying while carrying Lana. Back at his house in Smallville, Clark stumbles upon Jedediah Calder, whose property he and Lana had been trespassing on, pointing a shotgun at his mother. Calder tells Clark that he saw him floating in the air earlier. Realising he's not human, Calder shoots Clark off shouting, No more hiding. In the present, Superman brings Wraith to the Fortress of Solitude after their failure to detect Lois at Ascension. The Ascension hologram reveals himself to Lois as Jonathan Rudolph, grandson of General William Rudolph, the creator of the machine. Jonathan shows Lois the Earth Stone, a material created through the mixing of some of the rarest and purest stones on Earth. It's technology far beyond any available to humankind in the 20th or 21st century and seems physically similar to Kryptonite. Ascension attempts to erase the work Attention, Ascension attempted to erase the work that Wraith's equation had done to aid humankind in progression, allowing them to develop on their own terms. Wraith notices that Superman doesn't share the technology in the fortress of the US government. Superman believes that no country should have access to this kind of technology. Wraith reveals that to Superman that he was once ordered to find out who Superman was, but refused because his human disguise will not last forever stating that as time passes, he will constantly have to change his appearance to look older to blend in. You're neither here nor there. You live in a limbo that cannot last. Wraith grabs one of the nearby weapons and alerts General Lane that he has the weapons. At that moment, Batman calls Superman and tells him that Ascension has launched every nuclear weapon in the world at once. Superman uses the data he sent Batman to track Lois, hoping she is still with the terrorist group. Superman arrives, freeing Lois, and notices the Earthstone crystals are similar to the ones that make the Fortress of Solitude. 
The Ascension Leader blows up the base, but not before Superman escapes with Lois and an Earthstone crystal. Superman uses one of the Earthstone shards to destroy all the nukes, and then Superman lands with Lois trying to catch his breath, commenting on the fact that he thought he heard a voice in the crystal. However, Wraith arrives and attacks Superman. Superman uses a ring that was given to him by Batman to weaken Wraith enough to beat him, causing Wraith to fly away. Superman takes Lois to the Fortress of Solitude to try and study the crystal, but is interrupted by her father and his anti-Superman army. Superman places Lois in a safe area while he puts on a battle suit. He fights, but is overwhelmed by generals by the general's machines. Lois escapes and uses the Earthstone crystal to save Superman. Superman opens General Lane's armor suit, asking him where Wraith is. Superman crashes into the Batcave, seeing that Batman and Wonder Woman are fighting a losing battle against Wraith. He fights Wraith in the struggle that spans the globe. Eventually, their altercation ends up in the center of the Earth. Wraith realizes that the magnetic field is disrupting his power. Now that both aliens are on an equal playing field, Superman uses his superior fighting ability to win. Superman flies back to Lois and Jimmy Olsen is there with the device on his arm. It has a message from Lex Luthor. Wraith was secretly planning on his people invading and taking over the world. The voice in the crystal was the armada on its way. Lex has a plan to stop them, but it would mean the death of Superman. Inside Jimmy's device is a solar reactor that could charge the entire city of Metropolis. Since Superman absorbs solar radiation, he could incorporate that power, but he would become a bomb. Batman and Wonder Woman call Superman, informing him that something in orbit is approaching. Jimmy's device opens up and reveals that there is a needle inside. Superman takes the needle and flies into outer space as all the electronics in the world begin to shut down. While in space, Superman first tries to destroy the ships, but is overwhelmed. Before he can inject himself, Wraith takes the needle and injects himself. He pushes Superman away as he explodes, taking out the entire armada. In the end, Superman captures Lex and Jimmy, has the device cut off. By Argus. Okay, so that's a plot summary. Uh, you know, if you have reading, guys. <laughs> if you if you haven't like if you're just experiencing the story through us and you're you have to go off, um, you know, the first part by memory. Good luck because, yeah. Uh, but you should read this. So, uh, yeah, Superman, let's talk about the cover for five. I quite like it. Um, you know, Superman and Lois sort of hovering around this crystal in the fortress. I think it's a nice mm. cover. It's it's different from a lot of the covers in this run, which are very action-packed. Yeah, it's it's like the... Uh, it's almost like the two best covers in this run from Lee are the the simpler ones. You know, like it it's this and and the Lex Luthor cover. Yeah. That was uh issue four, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um Yeah, it's nice. I'll have to see the other covers, but I I'm inclined to agree. Mm-hmm. Uh you know. Yeah. And that there, there is variants this time, but they stop doing heaps of variants around issue six, I think. So we don't have as many to go through. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I was always disappointed. I'm like, oh, they just stopped doing them. Maybe it was just taking too long to come out, so they, you know. Yeah, the 75 years had passed, you know. Yeah. 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 Jeez, it took that long. Yeah. 
<laughs> I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, let me just get up my notes for the issues. Okay. Uh, I love the idea. So I think issue five was probably my favorite issue. Oh, wow. the whole thing? Yeah. It was my favorite issue in the second half. Okay. Mm. I yep. think this or issue one or two would be my favorite single issues in the whole bunch. Obviously, there's a continuing story, though, but, like, I really enjoyed those issues. and Those are, like, almost perfect issues, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the, the, you know, just going off my notes here. And I, um, I, I yeah. totally know what you mean because it does feel like a great, like, pivot point. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right? Of, like, this is kind of what the story is is all about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. my my notes start when they're like in the fortress. So if you guys have anything to say, you know about like the opening with. Oh all... look, I'll just I was just going to say I think what permeates through this issue and I think through through the other ones, subsequent ones as well, is the um those flashbacks with Lana. I thought was really uh-huh. really nice. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> of course, I mean we could talk about the the change in art, the sepia tones, which is really nice as well. But um, this Jebediah Calder. I think it was a, a really n- neat, I guess, I don't know, way. Because uh, it actually, he called, I mean, what I found really shocking was when he's basically just offloading that shotgun um, almost point blank into Clark, you know, just this yeah. boy. Um, and, mm. you know, he's he's slightly unhinged as well, but... Um, slightly. <laughs> yeah, but there's that thing where, I mean, I'm skipping in a bit, a bit here, but there's that thing where Clark's saves his life you know he, he, yeah. he doesn't give up whereas his um it's his mum isn't it is it is it martha she um uh she she's oh, just he's dead just leave it like he's you know he's a he's a kooky old guy anyway um so i yeah. kind of like that aspect um from this callback um, yeah it's a really good mm. insight into superman's character you know just simple yeah. things mm. like that um, not, not and for like... a second there i i thought that he was dead yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. Like, and it was like, oh man, that's dark. Yeah. And then, yeah, we should also. I, what I would want to say is like the the whole sepia tone thing. I think does a lot for not detracting the fact that there's two artists in a book. Yeah, like that mm-hmm. can be a real bummer sometimes. But yeah. all of the all of the Dustin Nguyen uh, sections, they don't. They don't do too much in in the ways of taking you out of the story. No, yeah, it, they, even though it's it's a it's a hard shift in art. They're, they're playing to the artist's strengths, giving Dustin yes. Newman his you know sort of softer, you know, more yes. idealistic Smallville to draw. And that was that was one thing I did like about this kooky old guy is, you know, Smallville isn't one hundred percent filled with like the Kents. Mm. You know, there's yeah, like there might be some bad seeds, or like in terms of this guy, he's just he's kind of crazy, yeah. um, and violent you know because like he probably was, mm-hmm. was by himself on a farm for how many years so that that was a nice thing as well yeah yeah and you know that that, that yeah as you said that's like a through line throughout the rest of the book yeah which yeah. is good because those flashbacks potentially can yeah as you say adam they can be disruptive not only with the art but just with the storytelling as well but i think mm. in this case uh it, w- it was you know it was good it actually it was different enough in the fact that it gave us a few surprises, like like um, Calder actually shooting Clark, and uh, and then that kind of revival of Clark, that it made it interesting enough as well. 
rather yeah. than just another tale to, you know not just another tale but just a a tale to to, to show superman's character uh, it actually yeah. made it an in, an interesting little side story well it adds a yeah. human element mm. to a story that like at this point in the story doesn't have much room for that yeah. you know there's too much going on in terms of action and big stakes so you know getting to just sort of break the pace of this sort of small mm. story is nice yeah um i i want to say i love the uh, if we're done with this sequence is mm-hmm. it, uh-huh. say or um but I'm, I'm a big sucker for like aliens being the reason of humanity like evolving through a certain path of technology and mm. i actually i kind of pointed out like hey this is in the first, because I forgot about this, just in the first issue, like the Daily Planet, well, that's super high tech. Mm. You know, they're using like these, yes, the, uh, like hover images, yep. you know, um, which is very high tech. And it's like, oh, okay, that kind of ties into the fact that this is oh, alien yeah. technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one of my favorite examples of that sort of trope is in Mass Effect, sort of like a very sinister sort of. Uh, reveal similar to this i guess but more sinister if you could believe it uh the reveal and this is obviously you know aliens uh saw that equation they gave them this humanity this technology so they could build up and then they could harvest from us yes the things they wanted Mm. yeah um and we'd all you know probably die in the (laughs) Mm -hmm. um thing and wraith was sort of uh i can't remember wraith's exact role i don't think it was a sleeper agent um i think he was just kind of i guess like a I guess the not scout, I guess, but it, it, is it fair to say that he helped them grow? Yeah, you know, I think I he think was. was of, yeah, I think he was kind of like also, a sleeper thing, Connor. I mean, he, in the fact he, that yeah, he didn't seem too yeah. aware. No, that the end of the world was coming. It, he seemed like like they like a seed that they plant to help the the flourishing of technology maybe yeah yeah he he was helping them advance and i think helping them with the technology as well yeah Mm -hmm. because i'd hate to think that he he was like knowing what he wanted to because then that makes kind of i mean we'll get to it the ending and my thoughts on the ending uh, a lot more kind of um in the fact that uh yeah i hope he he wasn't like privy to the fact of the armada at all because then that would make that kind of nonsensical of him in that last minute just turning on them you know the Armada. Uh, I I don't think he's aware at all. Yeah, the, the, yeah, because exactly. he's very so, loyal. Yeah, that's even right, besides, so. yeah, besides the end, what we were saying last episode was like we like him because he feels like not a bad guy. He feels like he's just doing his job. Yeah, 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 and he he did it to save to save Earth as well. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he doesn't even have any allegiance to to his race, which kind of makes me kind of. Like you know, question, <laughs> but anyway. Um, well, it's it's the same with Superman. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's kind of a mirror version of that. Yeah, but would Superman? Would Superman, Superman? Would he? He wouldn't decimate a whole armada of Kryptonians, though. Mm. No, but <laughs> he wouldn't let Zod terraform the Earth. Yeah, yeah. yeah if if you want to go in for some crazy times, read uh, New Krypton because that that sort of is like a big story arc where yeah. Well, the Kryptonians settle on the moon, and then they decide to declare war on Earth, and Superman's like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's sort of stuck in the middle. Um, it's not a happy ending, uh, but, you know, it's, it's a good read. I read it years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, every scene, like, every part of this issue that was in the fortress, I was just 
lingering the art, lingering love on the it. art. Yeah, I really was. Love... Yeah, really good. I, I um, loved. I loved the whole fortress situation as well. Mm. I mean, it was tense. You know, you had Lane just out there. Um, yeah, about to storm in. You had Wraith in there as well. Yeah, it was great. It was mm-hmm. great. I just love when Superman gets his like little observatory thing going with like all the different planets and just oh, yeah. the way that's drawn and I don't know just something about that really that I really liked yeah um, it's just you know I'm, I'm all big into that sort Is of that imagery the, the scene where they show Rafe's planet yeah yeah do you yeah. guys notice the, there's like a big dent, like, a dent in it crater yeah yeah yeah, I yeah think, that was uh, just like an interesting fact. So Snyder had said that he he planned this thing to be two arcs. And that oh. that kind of big crater is the biggest clue we have in what the second arc would have been. It, oh. he's, it's sneaking in a, a little world building. Okay. Do we know why he didn't do two arcs? I'm not sure. Just didn't work out and he just made uh-huh. it nine issues, you know. Did, did you know, I... the re- sorry Adam, the reason why? There was that chunk out of the planet, did Snyder say? No, or, uh... I, I think it was hinting at, like, a civil war okay. in the... But yeah, how that ties into what they became, mm-hmm. I can't imagine, you know. I mean, this is definitely a complete story as it is, but if a sequel right. came out, I would absolutely read it. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be pretty excited for that. We get to see the new 52 suit again, which is, you know, a lot of people hate, but I like um is it is it um common or is it have there been examples as well of other alien races having a similar like like physiology when they come to earth because it seemed like um well uh, that wraith had very similar like powers to superman right yeah yeah i thought that was the biggest example is the daxamites yeah and uh but what they are is kryptonians who moved off planet so they are years ago yeah, but they they did it a long, long time ago. Right, so, okay. so they're they, they technically kind of the same race. Into, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, uh, but they they I basically think of them as like Krypton like cousins in terms of uh-huh. right race. Yeah, um, but yeah. Like, I yeah. I remember really thinking it was clever that it's just I don't know with Wraith they kind of cut out the middleman. They're just like yeah, there's just another alien race that has the same mm. properties. Like that makes just as much sense. I guess yeah. if you look at evolution. And there's like another planet similar to Earth, and surely things might evolve in a sort of somewhat similar fashion, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so you know, I didn't, I didn't give too much thought uh, to it. Oh no, I wasn't, I wasn't kind of like going, oh, that's weird. It's just like it's just oh, no, observation, was, yeah. just like yeah, it's like oh, that's um actually because I thought it was pretty cool, and, and the possibility that there are other planets out there, um, you know, albeit in in the DC yeah. universe, um, that yeah. That, that would harbour or have um, aliens that could potentially be as powerful as the Kryptonians. Mm-hmm. And what, what a lot of people like about that is, like, so there are early other aliens that have the powers of Superman, but still nobody becomes Superman, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 Only Clark becomes Superman still. Yeah, yeah he's, not, he's not Superman because of his powers. Oh, which no, I no. Think no. The people, I'm not saying you, Ray, I'm just saying... No, no, people. yeah, yeah. I don't get that. I, yeah, for sure. Wrong. Uh, you know, you know me. Uh, I always just love the old cosmic kind of slugfest. So, oh it's yeah, totally. always exciting to yeah. know that you know there are your Mongols out there. There are your, 
your wraiths that can really go toe to toe with him. Damn, mm-hmm. God, it's great. <laughs> uh-huh. So we get a sequence here. I really liked of uh, sort of Wraith pointing out, "Hey, mm, you know, you're, good. you're not going to age. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, everyone's going to die, which is like grim, but it's kind of a Superman trope I really like, and it's one we'll see again." Uh, for next episode, Ray, or the episode after, mm-hmm. uh, in the story arc, kind of get a vision like this. But um, I was a really big fan of this this little three or four page sequence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really good. I, I mean, it, it, it's the same concepts as, you know, an immortal person and, you know, yeah. you've seen them like vampires and all that, you know, that sort of stuff. But, <laughs> um, yeah, really, I think really well done with... Him returning again and again to the office. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I, I had kind of two thoughts with this. Yep. One, I think it... I, I couldn't decide... Here's what I was feeling when I was reading this. Is that this really felt like Scott Snyder's way of being like, I don't know if I'll ever get to write Superman again. I'm oh. going to throw every idea I have about Superman mm. into this one story. Interesting. And I was kind of debating in my head is like, is, is that good or bad? And I think in the end it does feel kind of good. I think he made it work. Mm. I think it's good because there might've been a lot of moments he just wouldn't have gotten. Yeah. You know? Like I'm thinking of like the first two issues alone are full of stuff. Like I really want to do all this stuff with Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to have this, big showcase of him sort of saving this skyscraper stuff like that. So I'm, uh, if, if that's what he did, it worked for me. There's parts of the story that don't work. Don't get me wrong. And we'll get to that. Um, oh, okay. But yeah. Uh, and this is, this is other things. So this is, I guess, yeah, there's the whole thing with Superman. It's like, is he immortal or does he age normally and stuff like that? Um, I've always been more partial to him being ageless or, okay. you know, aging a lot slower. I don't know, mm-hmm. like, I guess the older or more traditional things, uh, from what I recall, is he ages normally, but that, that's just my personal preference. Mm. Um, but, you know, well, what, what just is, sort of something I noted. Yeah, what's yours, Adam? What's your preference? I love a Superman with a big, long, white beard. <laughs> oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. I, so I think I agree. I, I, I like him aging slowly. Yeah. yeah. But he does, he does cap off at, like, maybe... Thousand. Like, early... That, I mean, looks looks wise, like maybe like yeah. early sixties, late fifties. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. yeah, I I probably I I agree, but I probably want him aging a little bit faster than Connor wants him aging. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. my my one is never so. <laughs> yeah, my my <laughs> yeah, mine's... visual aging is really good. I yeah, like visual. It. Yeah, I, so yeah, I, I totally agree on the visual age, aging as well. But I really like that action one thousand story with was it mm. Tom King. And it's yeah. oh yeah, Superman at the end of the end of Earth, you know, mm-hmm. and he's he's pretty much still right in his prime from from memory. Yeah, and uh, I just yeah. like, I love it, but at the same time I don't want him to be like totally ageless. Um, so yeah, uh, ta- wanting both cakes, you know. <laughs> not to sure. yeah. not to go all the way back to our first episode, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm going to uh, that story. I love that Tom King story. Mm. Um, and I, like I'm not, you know, this this is a bit down, but I think that story would be more powerful if he wasn't like, oh, Lois is alive. Oh, so yeah, oh, right, yeah. I so like to think yeah. Lois Lane's ultimate destiny is become immortal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think his son's enough for me. 
or his sure. his son or his descendants. Like, I mean, I like Lois, well, but she's she's just a she's a human woman, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't like when they make sure. her super powered and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. well, technology. I think it's all right to do in the in the far future. Yeah, have you, what I think it was is uh, maybe a reference to one million. Yeah. You ever read that? Yeah, where he so Lois was gone for you know, eight hundred centuries and then wow. ultimate powered Superman brought her back. Yeah, I'm fine with that as well, you know. I mean th- this is really just a nitpick of that Tom yeah. King story. That's just I, the, yeah, that's just the timeline in my head. Yeah. Because, like that that Tom King story was like, you know, amazing. So obviously if I love it that much I'm gonna notice something I don't yeah. love about, mm. you know. So um but yeah. Uh, this is cool, and we'll be talking more about sad old Superman <laughs> next episode. Uh, so uh, the other observation oh, yeah, I had about the the aging thing was we were last episode we were kind of like, um, "Hey, what's up with this origami that Lex is using?" Mm. Right? Mm. Yeah, and it's it it kind of clicked with me that you, you guys ever hear that like philosophy behind origami that's like well the the beauty in it is that it's like not going to last like that's kind of the artistic Uh, statement of origami Mm -hmm. yeah so that that was kind of connecting with me here of like well he's not doing his clark kent life because he thinks it can go on forever you know yeah i thought that was a nice little yeah actually that's a very subtle but very nice yeah 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 that there's a lot to unpack there potentially you know, mm-hmm. Clark sort of being aware of his mortality in comparison to others, yeah. um, which is quite interesting. Because yeah. that, that, that's a really, you know, that's a really good idea. Like being, you know, everyone living forever it can also be a bad thing, you know. And oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Like natural death, living a someone living a long life shouldn't be viewed necessarily like you know, Lois Lane dies of old age at the age, ripe old age of eighty. You know, shouldn't be viewed as a tragedy, mm. you know? Mm. I mean, if you're Superman, you're immortal, it would suck, but I think you guys get where yeah, I'm going of course. for. Yeah, yes, um, yes. Sure. It's just, in- yeah. yeah, mortality is a huge running theme around a lot of Scott Snyder work. Okay. So it's, it's yeah, it really it really clicked with me on this read, too. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I... <sighs> I don't think I have any more notes for this issue aside from variants. Uh, I mean, you got to look how much Wraith is a jerk, though. You know, pull. Mm-hmm. I invite you into my home, <laughs> and I'm just going to pull a gun on you. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, that was a again. You know, that fluctuating uh, opinion the reader will have of Wraith. He's a good guy. Oh, what's he doing? Like he's oh, he's got to be bad. You know, he's in the fortress of mm-hmm. solitude, and he pulls a gun on gun on Superman. So, very much a soldier. But again, we'll see that kind of crops up as well. Like, you know, the yeah. un- unthinking soldier. Um, well, Wraith yeah. has given us plenty of warning. He's like, hey, man, I'm yeah, probably going to kill you. Like- yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, exactly, mm-hmm. which is which is what um, Snyder's doing. He, he kind of, yeah. at one one instance, he, tell, he, ha- he has Wraith saying that, and on the other, he's got him um, allying and saving Superman, you know? So, it's yeah, uh, yeah it's a nice, you know, development of the character. Um and the other, the other final thought I had on this issue, I guess we we see again, it's Batman and Wonder Woman. It's good to see. 
them there. Um, well, and that, I, that I must just makes sense in context. It does, it does, oh, look, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, don't worry, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to go on. <laughs> um, but if anything, look, I'm surprised you all. Um, I think Batman looks really, really good in this. Uh, nice little splash shot there. Um, I think mm-hmm. Jim Lee draws Batman quite well. Wonder Woman doesn't. He doesn't, actually. Um, she I'm looks the pretty... opposite. I like... Yeah? I like his Wonder Woman. I don't like his Batman. Oh, okay. Wow. His, his Batman one... just looks another... too... Yeah. Sorry. That's just another bold art take. First, you don't like Gary Frank <laughs> Superman. And he's... This is like the... Everyone loves Lee Batman. Well, look, the, the Lee Batman thing is not a hill I'm going to die on, like Gary Frank's Frankenstein's <laughs> monster stuff. Like, the, this is like, you know, I mean, I guess it's fine. I just, it, it just comes off as like, um, uh, I mentioned like, I think Jim Lee's art really works with Man's 52 suit, but Batman's suit just looks really kind of plastic to me mm, when he okay. calls Batman. Um, and it's just, it's not like a deal breaker. Like, it's like, I'm not going to read this Batman suit of Gary Frank's uh, Gary Frank. Um, oh, slipped up there, kind of. <laughs> Jim Lee. <laughs> it's just something I've always noticed. I just, I'm not really not a fan of his um, Batman. I like his Bruce. All Wayne. right. At, at this moment, okay. Connor's scratching Gary Frank on on his desk. <laughs> you know, let's talk about Jim Lee. Um, but I, I think like Wonder Woman, uh, she just looks uh, un, unimpressive. Got to say that, like you know, for someone well, in that particular shot. I yeah. Mean, well, yeah, I mean, well, well, this is the intro to, to, like, well, Batman's come before in this whole arc, but first appearance of Wonder Woman, you know, she kind of looks like a, dare I say, like a B or C grade character here. Um, mm. Anyway, that's just this this splash, so. Um, but yeah, other than that, pretty cool. I think Green Lantern should be there. Actually, no, no, actually, he is the... He's in space trying to fight the missiles. That's right. Yeah, they mentioned that. I like that. Um, the metric they use. <laughs> he, he can what? He can destroy, like what? Twenty percent or something. Um, yeah. Superman. Yeah, they're do, very sixty percent. Yeah. You know. So, no, but it just gives you a gauge of how the power difference. I kind of like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, I have one more note. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Well, I didn't, but I just remembered something. I, I like so the terrorist organization. I was kind of like air eh, on mm-hmm. until this yeah. issue. I'm like, okay, I actually really like that motivation. This sort of fanatical, like, you yeah. know, humanity needs to develop on its own. Our path right now is just this sort of corrupts. It's not going anywhere good, so we need to reset. Um, and I, I really like that as a kind of fanatic motivation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did I, too. It worked for me. I'm like, oh, this terrorist group actually paid off in a good way. I thought, yeah. Yeah. And that he was related, like the grandson of Rudolph, I thought was a good yeah. twist as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a cool, it's an interesting villain in that they're just interesting enough that you're not that you like that they're there, but they're still not taking away attention from like the main story. Yeah, it's, yes. it's an interesting balance to do with them. And I think out of like because there's there's been a lot of like sort of mastermind terrorist villains in Superman. Mm-hmm. There was Leviathan, then there was that one in like the Truth arc, whatever. But I think this one's easily the best one. The others have always been disappointing to me, but this is... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they feel like the most personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 like, I believe them as like a character. You know, yes. It doesn't feel forced or try hard or yeah. anything. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, you have you have any final thoughts on this issue, Adam? My one note. I know I keep going like back and forth on no, Scott fine. Snyder as a writer, but the the moment where Wraith pulls a gun, right, and he he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what's that, General? You want me to shoot him? That's right. That's the call I'll get any moment." That was kind of a uh, an example of like. That seems a little. I don't know that. Like that's how Scott Snyder. I think his weaknesses are mm-hmm. in his his villain monologues. Oh, and in in his kind of <laughs> fake outs. You know what I mean? Yeah. His sort of like building something up and then being like, never mind, fake. That was not a good fake out. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it didn't stick out to me as much as you said, but you're right. It's not. It's not great. Um, it's like I'm going to kill you right now. Is what yeah. I will be saying in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> and, but what I like about it too is it kind of parallels with uh, Jeb- what is it, Jebediah Calder pulling yes. the shotgun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he, he pros, really and, pros and cons. What I, what I wanted to say is that kind of that one moment kind of feels like a a perfect example of the. What to me is it detracts from the series okay. in an otherwise very good story. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Right. So, do we want to talk about some variants? Mm hmm. Right. Mm hmm. So, issue, I was not going to lie, whenever I finish an issue, I'm like, oh, yeah, time to look at some variants. <laughs> you know, they're pretty good. Uh, let's see, issue five. Okay, so, first issue five variant. Is a 1930s variant where he's pulling what looks like a mad scientist out of a plane. Very cool. In his Fleischer costume. And then the 40s variant is... Now, that that's a cover, right? I swear that's an actual Golden Age cover that they've redone. Mm-hmm. Um, t- t- Let me look at... Joe, so, Golden Joe Age Jusco. Superman by Joe Jusco with Dave Johnson. It's the it's the shot where uh, Clark is in his civilian clothes and he's getting shot, and then the costumes coming out while Lois sort of looks on. Hmm. No, I don't recognize it. Right. Okay. Oh, I swear I've seen it before, but uh, that's a good one. I feel like you could swap that and the forties one though. Just. Oh picking. yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and the forty the thirty Superman is uh, done by Francis Manipal. Uh, then yes. we have. Uh, Silver Age Superman by uh, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez with Trish Mulverhill. Um, a nice Mr. McSpitlick. I like this cover. one. I must say. I like that one. <laughs> and then we have uh, Bronze Age Superman by Barry Kitson with Hi Fi. He's in Candor here, right? Or is it? No, actually, it might be another planet. Not sure. Yeah, it's like an alien. Yeah, it could be a specific reference to something, but I just don't know it. Um, but I really no, like I it. think it's yeah. And then we have Modern Age Superman by Cameron Stewart. Mm-hmm. That was just sort of Superman just in front of like a few uh, fighter jets. Jet, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Superman Reborn by okay. Kerry Gamble. Uh, Mullet Superman finding oh, the Eradicator. Love it. <laughs> love this one, and you know, just muscles. Absolutely ripped. <laughs> very, ni- gonna, very 90s. Yeah. I'm also going to point out that never actually happened. 
Like, he, he didn't fight the Eradicator after he came back. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, EFT2 Superman by RDNCF with Gilmero Ortega and Kyle Ritter. Sorry for the pronunciations. Uh, I really like this one. Mm-hmm. He's sort of creating a tunnel. Yeah. Flying yeah. through the ocean. There's like a jet in front of him. There's lots of jets for some reason. <laughs> and then we have Superman vs. Doomsday by Shane Davis with Michelle Dolecki and Barbara Chiado. Self-explanatory. That's a good one as well. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're the variants. So uh, I guess my pick is kind of uh, easy. I'm going to go for the Golden Age Superman. But oh, yeah. uh, oh, that's tied with Bronze Age because I really like them both. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Cool. How about, how about you, Adam? It's the uh, Jim Lee. Er, not Jim Lee cover. Uh-huh. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the the Francis Manipal cover by far. Oh, the, yeah. To I, me, that hmm. that's just the one that sticks out the most with the. Yeah, it does. It it just seems like the 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 most personality out of all of them. Yeah. Personality. Yeah, Adam, agreed. What are you talking about? The nineties one. Nineties one. <laughs> sure. The Shaka <laughs> Superman's got to be the one. Um, I must say, on the hair. <laughs> That's the one I have. <laughs> is that um, so? The Eradicator's. I like his his costume. Pretty cool. Yeah, he's got a cool costume. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Eradicator was always my favorite of the um, four Supermen. Superman. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he he also had like a big story arcs before. Right. He Superman feels like the uh, like everyone prefers Cyborg Superman, but to me, yeah. Eradicator. <laughs> Kind of like yeah. he's he feels like he he has more legs outside of Reign of Superman. Oh yeah, he's he's a good. Uh, I think he has the best mark. I don't know. Cyborg Superman's my least favorite. Like yeah, he blows up that city, yeah. which is cool. But like he's just in terms of visual design, he's just like the Terminator. Yeah, I mm-hmm. I never got why. I mean, he's seen as quite popular. Cyborg Superman. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why because he's just a Terminator ripoff. I, I don't understand it anyway. And that's um. Co- you know, just coincidentally, that's the only Dan. That's the one Dan Jurgens created. Oh, um, is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Louis Simonson did Steel. Uh, Steel's a classic. I love Steel. Great too. Yeah. Yeah, Radicay is, <laughs> is old. I think he's Roger Stern. I'm not sure though. Okay. Um, and well, so he he would have been. I don't know who created him because everybody was still working on it. But yeah, if he debuted in Exile, mm. was he maybe like a Roger Stern? creation oh uh, yeah that, that's sure. why i'm kind of thinking that, i should i um, should know that superboy's cool as well though like that they're, they're all they're all great i mean cyborg superman's good for the story yeah it's really great and i'm glad that superboy and steel became you know permanent fixtures mm-hmm. uh yeah so uh ray what was your pick oh yeah it was um it was either the mid-spiclic one or actually i'll for that one, I'm going to go for the 90s one. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> oh, it's just rippling with muscle and, you and Shackers know. and mullets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's good. Um, all right, well, uh, Adam and I at number two to one, so you lose. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep. Sorry. <laughs> you get shocked. My, my hair begs to differ, so. <laughs> all right, uh, issue six. So I think, from what I remember, the rest of the issues are just like them fighting on the cover, or oh, this, some sort of fight. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. on the cover, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, they're good covers, though. Although this looks like it could be a page in the comic. Yeah, that I, I think so. I, if anything, like mm. as covers go, I think it probably doesn't work. Like compared to the others, I mean, it's still good. But yeah. as you said, it could easily just be a panel. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. very mm. well drawn panel. But uh... yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's never definitely never stuck out to me as bad. But yeah, yeah, I guess if I were to rank covers, it would be last. Yeah. Hmm. Because I mean, like, if you look at the previous two issues, like there's a level of like pose, you know, you yes. know with the figures. Whereas this is like just in the middle of a, like kind of a fight. It's really well done, you know. Again, like framework and um, the way it kind of uh, takes up the space in the page, like the proportions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just it doesn't have that kind of pose. I think. I guess like because yeah, with with the covers for this run, it's like. I don't know, I feel like you could do a lot with covers for this run, and, you know, the ones that are kind of just like this, just fighting, are always a little bit disappointing, mm. because mm. the artwork's that good, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. um, but yeah, so th- this is where we get our nuke apocalypse, this issue, uh, you know, uh, my issue six notes hmm. uh <laughs> one of my notes for issue six is warner brothers to just read this comic <laughs> and you know like this this issue will, like this series but like i, I must have there must have been a part in this issue where it's like okay well this this is if you don't think superman's relevant or interesting then there must be something in yeah. this issue that's um to the contrary of that which is hmm. probably why i put warner brothers should <laughs> read this there <laughs> yeah mm-hmm uh, but uh, it's a good issue. Uh, uh, so, I, yeah, sorry. Connor. No, you, you got to start, because I, I didn't have many notes written down about this one. I don't either, and I, I think it's... Uh, but you're right. It's it's the, the So the whole nuke scene is just so well done. It's oh, just it's so clean. Great. It's so cool. Even though it's, yeah. it's pretty long, so it seems... Like, the length lets you know it's, like, a serious thing, I guess. Yeah. Yes, but it, it never it never feels too long. It feels yeah. so appropriate. Yeah, yeah. I and was that... like, initially, I was like, wait, is this gonna is this nuke scenario gonna drag out for the whole run? Or <laughs> how yeah. fast are those things? <laughs> but no, yeah, I think it's I think it's great. I mean, it just hits the ground running from this issue. Uh, we, we got a lot of, I mean, th- there was a lot of explaining in uh, in issue five, which was great, you know, and a bit more character development. Um, yeah. Over here, yes. you just get now. Now you just get kind of things thrust into the action. And, and yeah, this whole the nuclear. Nuke way, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's it, we're ramping up. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And and I'm looking through like the pages now. It's like nonstop action. And whether it's against Ascension, or whether it's the nukes. Like I mean, like the nukes actually being launched. Um, just splash page after splash page of really cool Superman. Um, uh, you know, shots from Jim Lee. It's uh, yeah. really fantastic. Yes, um, this is the the splash page where he grabs Lois and wraps him wraps yes. her in his cape yes. with the fire. Oh my good! It's I, it's weird to talk about a visual thing on the podcast, but this is yeah. a yeah. gorgeous splash page. Yeah, yeah. I saw you post it. Uh, yeah, double, spl- double <laughs> yeah, splash, double splash, right? Because it goes. I was I like, I wonder excited. what Adam's doing right now when he posted. <laughs> Yeah, but awesome. That's like an all-time. And this is like another thing where it it made me think when I saw that page, like, is it crazy to say that Unchained is Jim Lee's best work? Mm. 
Uh, I look. I mean, I'm not as well versed in Jim Lee as Ray is. Yeah. But like for mm-hmm. me, this personally, like I've read a few Jim Lee things, and this is my favorite Jim Lee work. Okay. It's uh, it's, it's very strong. I mean, but there are. He, he did a lot of X-Men issues as well, and, I mean, they are very, sure. very good as well. So, um, Snake. Yeah. But, like, look, I'm looking again. Like, Lois has never looked better here as well. She's fantastic, like, you know. Um, takes on Ascension. Um, what, did she give that headbutt? Does she do that? Um, yeah, she headbutts a guy at the back. Um, it's great. And then she kicks someone, but then she gets punched and... You know, but uh, yeah, it's not a good moment. It's like when Superman just bursts through the ceiling. He's oh, like, "You." That is, <laughs> you know? that is one of my favorite um, shots because he's like, you know, he's angry. Um, and this is like a really warranted angry Superman because, mm. like, you have just launched every nuke on Earth. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm crazy... pretty pissed off. <laughs> yeah, what a crazy premise, eh? And it's like, and and we got the uh, the stakes already at the beginning with Batman explaining it all and Wonder Woman, so we know mm. how. Yeah, Mass- massive this thing is, and then now we just get to enjoy the, like, enjoy the action. So, yeah, and uh, this is also the end of the terrorist organization in this comic because mm. they blow themselves up. Yep, <laughs> uh, it's a fitting ending as well. You know, um, live by the sword, die by the sword. So, yeah, um, and you know the everything in the fortress is just golden for me. Like the drawing. I mean, come on, yes. when are we going to get? Like, if you're doing. Another live action Superman movie. You got to bring the Super Zoo in. Oh yes, <laughs> if, if, I'm a huge yeah. sucker for every time the Intergalactic Zoo is in a comic. I go nuts. <laughs> if you I mean, wanna, yeah, like if if you're Warner Brothers and you're worried about like people not being able to endear to Superman, if you show them the fact that he has like a rescue sanctuary for animals he comes yes. across space, that'll make people love Superman. Like, <laughs> here's my thing. You know? Every live-action fortress empty. What yeah. the hell is going on with that? I, know, it was, what, it, I don't. I don't understand the point. Why every single yeah. fortress we've got in live action is so like white and sterile? Yeah, that's, that's why I really hate when they just use the Donna fortress mm. with like. Mm-hmm. Albeit, like they put stuff in it now, but when they don't put stuff in it, you know. Yeah, it was a real eye opener. Like reading the comics and seeing what the fortress actually is compared to yeah, what it is. Uh, yeah. Because so what it cool. is, it's, it's like the ultimate clubhouse. Like, the, yeah. the idea was, like, this is your, like, a kid's bedroom, but everything is extreme and like, it's just full of imagination. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's like, you know, know, there's my room for my pets. There's, like, my chess set with my friends yeah. and ones on it. <laughs> you know? uh, and- uh, what I want to say about the zoo, sorry, Connor. Is this sweet? Are you but- about to talk about Lois here? In what way? Where she's telling that thing is not cute. Yeah. Was that the point you were going to bring up? Because I saw you post that. Yeah. (laughs) What what did you make of that? Yeah. I'm very mad at Lois. I said that this was the most wrong she's ever been. (laughs) And then because I love, she she's looking at this little critter. That it's it's just like a cross between like a tarantula and a. A monkey. Like a, a, a small monkey. monkey. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's, I was just like. Uh, yeah. That, I... And she, she's <laughs> saying, you are just not cute, little guy. No, you are not. Yeah. yeah. And I'm saying, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love this little bug monkey. Yeah. Maybe little guy thinks she's revolting. Yeah. But I, I had to laugh at that. I thought it was a really cool little, 
you know, the way she's acting and, and, you know, that cliche of, you know, you're so cute. Yes, you are. You're so cute. But she's doing it at the, you know, it's a simple thing, but <clears> it was, I thought, I, I just didn't expect it. I thought it was pretty funny. But no, you're this, right. She's right. She's absolutely yeah. wrong, Adam. <laughs> this view of the super zoo or whatever, the rescue shelter, this is literally my favorite sort of page of it. You know, mm. this is like my perfect, because it, it just looks so open and nice mm. for them yeah. as well. And they're all sort of living together. It just, it's just really nicely drawn, and then yep. it cuts to Superman in the the old like brooding pose on his chair. And oh man, I how cool it. is that though? Yeah. I've got to say the detailing on his costume there as well. Like I love yeah. again talking about Jim Lee's Superman costume. I love the the, the knee knee guard at all seems, yeah. and just some detailing mm. on the on the gauntlets. I could see why this took so long to release, like mm. a year and a half, because like uh, we mentioned it last episode, but he has never. I've never seen a panel or anything where it seems lazy on mm. his part, you know? Yeah. Um, which is, like, really impressive because even in some of the best runs, like, you know, you do see that. Like, there'll be, oh, this page looks rushed or something. Yeah. Yeah. But not here. Um, also, cool x-ray crystal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the, just the, towards the end, like, two other big things for me again. Um, the storming of the Fortress of Solitude... Um, yeah. a big moment, um, which I really enjoyed, like to leave this issue on. And then the, the kind of yeah. bit of the holy shit moment at the end, um, where the Wraith, um, storm, um, invading the Batcave. That was cool. It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, surprisingly, it's not something you see as often as you'd think the Fortress of Solitude kind of under siege. Yeah. Uh, so it, it kind of is like a big moment that resonated with me. Okay. Um, yeah. my first read through, cause I knew it was coming. Um, and it's like, oh, they're full on just attacking the fortress. Uh, you know, not the government per se, but like this sort of branch of, you yeah. know, Sam Lane's General Ross's crusade is like, yep, I'm going to bomb that igloo. And yeah, and, cool. and with the comic science, the photon emitters and the black hole bullets. Oh, yeah. It's, it's you know, it's like not just, oh, Superman's got this easy. Like, you know, there's no way that they can bomb this fortress. Like, He's the are, underdog here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're actually, they've got, you know, power, firepower behind them. Yeah. Just a mental image of me shaking someone silly going, tell me Superman is overpowered one more time. Um, <laughs> yeah, this issue has like three different examples of this is what can threaten Superman. Mm. Yeah. We're, we're bringing the enemies up to his level. We're not weakening him. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, the epilogue of Wraith in the Batcave. Uh, and I was like, okay. I, I, I Actually, I liked how Wraith was drawn in by Dustin... New Engine, I thought that was a cool mm-hmm. take on it. Um, just a lot more simplified, his design. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, like, this... Sorry, go on. Oh, no, just about to say less crackle, but yeah, yeah. Like, this issue... I was reading this issue, and I was like, you know, you could make this into a movie. Oh, like, yeah. it's... You know, the, yeah. and this would be... And, like, you would have to tweak it a bit and stuff, but this would be a good, relevant... Superman film, you know, like because this, because I mean, I'm on the record of saying like comics, you know, aren't always meant to translate to film or they shouldn't always mm-hmm. read like a movie. Yeah. Like that's not a good explanation to have. Yeah, but this, exactly. yeah. you know, this reads like a comic and a movie. And I feel like this could be a movie in a good way, you know? Um, and I would like to see it. <laughs> so please, I, DC, put it out. I, I totally know what you mean as well, Connor, but, um, and you know, I, I say that as well. You know, when things are really good and really cinematic, 
um, yeah. for, for comics. But I reckon, thinking about it, no, I, I don't think it will make it as good as a movie because I think it's perfectly done in the comics, the pacing-wise, you know what I mean? Right. If you had yeah. a movie that's one and a half hours long, how? what are you going to have to do to this... To, well, for me, to fill that to fill that time, but I think in these pages it, it works perfectly. So f- for the format, I think it works really well. I guess for me, it's like obviously I have to tweak a lot, but if you just take the idea mm. of what this story is and what it's putting across, yep. and some moments from the story, like I think that's it hits a lot of beats. I think that you would sort of need for a successful superhero Superman movie that would resonate with people. Mm. You know, mm. um, oh, the ideas are great, like Ascension you know setting off all the nuclear talk about like you know words. superman's non-involvement how he's relevant yep. today uh not that relevancy is a big thing but you know you can infer it and then there's um you know stuff like his super zoo showing superman mm. at home oh yeah you know, just, what he you, does that, and... you just want to see that kind i know you just want to see that super menagerie <laughs> so we'll, we'll probably get another menagerie leveled in justice 3 so i'm, I'm psyched <laughs> for that but yeah um Anyway, any final thoughts, guys? No. Nope. Uh, no, yeah. I think we're good. All right. It's time for, I believe this is the last oh, issue the, with heaps of variants. Variants, yep. Let me just flip to that pages. Let's get some party time going. Yeah. Okay. Right, so the 1930s Superman by Howard Chaikin with uh, Jesus Abertov. Uh, I love this. It's Superman in a snow globe with the Classic triangle S with the black background. It looks like that's Lex mm. holding the globe. Yeah. Back when he had hair. Um, <laughs> and then we have Golden Age Superman by Michael Cho, who has done a lot of Golden Age Superman covers uh, yeah. in this style, and it's great. You know, they're always, I think, very popular covers. I yeah. Mean, he did the 40s variant for Action 1000. I believe that one sold out the quickest around here. Mm-hmm. Um. But, uh, yeah, it's him fighting a bunch of robots. And then we have Silver Age Superman by Amanda Connor with Paul Mounts. Like a ridiculous sort of... Funny one. Lois dressed as Batman. Lois, a novel-length shocker. Complete in one issue, the finest private investigator in Metropolis is, you know... Lois? Again, if it's not a specific cover, it's really nailing it. Yeah. And then we have Bronze Age Superman... By Lee Weeks. Oh, I was about to say, it looks like Lee Weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great cover. He's um, lifting a car above a kid. It looks like the car was about to run over him, I guess, or was about to fall on him from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid has, like, a Superman 1 figure, and I'm pretty sure it's, like, Batman and Robin in the back cheering yeah. on. Yeah. Which which is what makes this cover Bronze Age, because otherwise it's not specifically Bronze Age. But, um... And then we have Modern Age Superman. So it's Magpie featured from the, the John Burns Man mm-hmm. of Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Superman Reborn. We get the four Supermen here on display mm-hmm. and we, that we talked about uh, last variant. Ooh, this sounds a good one. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Superman versus Brainiac. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those images that we talked about, but I've seen a lot. Uh, yeah. That's actually a variant. Like just a okay. good super picture, but see, and that's a, that's a good example of a, a cover, like cover art rather than yeah. So that the cover to last issue, it, yeah, it's it's made for being on the on the front, yeah. Um, and this is by Fraser Irving, and then we have New Fifty Two Superman by Angela Sorrentino with Marcelo Maiolo 
I'm sorry. It's like Superman in a volcano or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's like a few more variants, but we'll go over them at the very end because I think they're just whatever's left for the rest of the issues. But um, yeah, these are great. Uh, Ray, why don't you go first? Uh, look, just for the novelty factor, I must say I, I really did like, well, I'll give two. I really liked that Lois's Batman. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and the art art's really nice and kind of poppy. Um, and But I think the main one, that Brainiac one, I really do like. Uh, just, yeah. It's just soft and the colours. Uh, and just Superman as a uh, kind of silhouette with a cape. Works really well. Seconding Brainiac, just so we don't waste time, because I agree completely. Yeah, yeah I... I'm going to third Brainiac. <laughs> All right. Nice. Like so you said, the Brainiac. colors, the, the <laughs> colors composition awesome. of it. Yeah. I'd put it in a, in a museum yeah. like, featuring Superman rogues. It's it's just a great cover. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is definitely one of the best variants in the run. Yes. The best covers in the run. Like, I mean, the other variants for six are good, but they're just not on the level of... Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, this Magpie, I don't, you know, I don't... Very brief, very brief, because this could be a whole discussion. But I've never really seen you talk about John Burns' Man of Steel. Are you are you pro Burns' Man of Steel nah. or negative? Negative. More negative. Yeah, I, I got that I, I vibe, like, but I didn't want to. I like to to say like it's it's necessary for like getting the Superman we have now. Like it's it's an appropriate take for like the evolution of the character. Yeah, but I. Overall, I think it's just it took away too much. Good. I think I think it's a well written story, is but it's not my ideal Superman status quo sure. or arc. Um, which I think is that's how John Byrne's run goes for me. I think it's really well written. It's not my ideal Superman, but I think it's well written. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I get that. Um, anyway, so. Issue seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got to say, I love this cover. Um, just because <laughs> it's just play. I, I love it when they play with the the logo, um, and this one very much so. Like, yeah, with the fight and Superman's up against it, and he's basically smashed up against the logo. I don't know. It just gives that there's a sort of kinetic quality to it because um, the swirl of the cape, the swirl of the logo. You know, looking at Wraith from above. Yeah, it's really good. Very well framed. It's really creative. Yeah, very creative. Yeah. Because it's like, um, it's probably smarter to leave Superman intact <laughs> as a title, but like, mm. I give it points for creativity. And I did cut you off earlier, did I, Adam, about Man of Steel? No, all good. If I did and you want to say stuff, go crazy. No, we could talk about it for a long time, but we shouldn't. That, that's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, you were right to move forward. Yeah, I just couldn't resist because I saw Magpie and I was like, oh. Yeah. Um, I like this cover. Yeah, mm. I like it better than the last cover, I should say. Yeah. I don't like it as much as, like, Issue 5's cover. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I lo- yeah, Issue 4 of Lex is, is the r- front runner for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it, it gets like, points for trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just well drawn, really well drawn as well. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, the colours and the inks just... Yeah, really good. Um, yeah, yeah. Anything to add, Adam? Or... Well, I like that. Um, like Ray already touched on. I'm kind of a sucker for when they play with the 
title itself. Mm. Yeah. But it's also like when you guys were, were saying like, oh, it's kind of a bummer when the covers are just fighting scenes. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it is appropriate here, though, because this, oh, this yeah. scene, the next few issues are just a, the action is a big highlight. Yeah. So it's cool it that those are on the covers. Fest. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yeah. But I mean, I think even like the point of difference between this and the last cover as well. I mean, this is there is a, a definite pose here as well, and, and yeah, a definite eye towards the framing of of uh, the page. Whereas I'm, I'm not saying that the previous issue wasn't, but this I think pulls up, they Lee pulls it off a lot better here, um, and it's yeah, it's, it's really just really beautiful cover. I really do like it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so we get General Lane storming through. I've just got to say, he's such a dick, isn't he? Like, I was like, <laughs> reading through this, he's talking about putting on a soundtrack. Like, he's very kind of cocky. Um, and again, that he's goes, awful. yeah, it goes back to my previous question, which you guys answered about him being, he's really bad, like in the comics. And, and he certainly is. In this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, he's always, like, he's pretty much always this much of a jerk. Like, he's just oh, a straight up a villain, yeah, really. He, yeah, he's uh, very much a jerk in this. So, yeah. Um, but you know, high stakes. I mean, there's pff, we get that coupled with the Batcave scenes yeah. as well. So I mean, again, glorious action scenes. So this doesn't let up. Um, so issues six and seven, um, really full of full of stuff. And I can't remember, maybe eight as well. But um, yeah, no, really, really enjoyed it. Have it yourself, yeah. Adam. Yeah, I, I think it's a. I don't know. Everything about it is just solid. I don't really have much to add, mm. you know? Well, there are a couple of big, I mean, big moments here. Yeah, we'll go through. Yeah. There's there's too much, like, oh, Batman's so cool moments. <laughs> like, <laughs> good, then he can't come to rescue you. It's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is the Batman I hate. Like, this is, you know... There's Batman I like, there's Batman I don't like. Batman with stupid glowing armor and, you know, going to this much more powerful alien, it's like, oh, I'm going to mess you up. You know, it's just like... Yeah. yeah. I I agree with you, but I think it works here because even though he has that line, I still get the sense that he's just posing and this is all about, he knows he has to run out the clock until someone can save him. Mm. Yeah. And just, I that, think that, that page it, felt like a... Let's yes. make Batman look awesome moment for me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, I think it works because he, I think he knows he's, he's got a, this is a, this is something where he has to run and yes. avoid. It's a no yeah. Which he we can't, do see. Yeah. <laughs> can't yeah. Him. Yeah. Um, but it, it was done in a very cool way. I mean, I just like how he threw all his, all his toys at right, <laughs> basically, um, bat wings and cars and, like it was, it was super indulgent and obvious. But I did like when he threw all the Batmobiles. Yeah. Um, and there was like different yes. Batmobiles from different eras. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I like them. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. There's another from behind the scenes thing. I think uh, Snyder has cited like this page in particular as like a moment where he learned the lesson of like, oh, you can't just make the artist like draw anything like this is a moment where where he realized like what he asked for 
was like a huge amount of labor from Jim Lee to draw yeah. all these Batmobiles. Mm. Where yeah. in his in his writer brain, he was just like, "This will be so cool," yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, but I mean, it pulled off well, I think. Just yes, he's, he's throwing the Adam West Batmobile at him, which I love. Uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's cute. I mean, then Wraith's got his armor on as well, which he commented yeah. last time, Connor. So it looks pretty cool there. Speaking of armor, mm-hmm. that's another bit. This is another massive thing for me. I, I just love that. Yep. Superman armor. <laughs> I think I asked Connor, or we we were discussing Connor whether that pops up again. I, I wish it had. Yeah. Do you know Adam like the story behind this armor at all? No, and I, I think that's. The appeal of it is it's, right. it's just something that he has. Like, he just has a bunch of stuff he collected from other planets. You don't so really co- need the specific story of where he got everything. Oh, yeah. So that's, not, that's not here. Okay. I guess for me, because yeah. it just looks like this very specific sort of futuristic Norse-looking thing. And I'm like, oh, does that thing have a really cool backstory? Or is it just a random sort of <laughs> he has? Um, but when you put it that way, when it's like, oh, yeah, he probably got this from another planet or something that makes more sense it's just kind of it's Mm. just kind of background lore building instead of you have to know this is from issue you know yeah so and so what what's that thing superman drops lower so i don't know what that is oh yeah it's weird bubble thing kind of silence Uh, (laughs) yes yeah Yeah, the kind of shut up Um, (laughs) but yeah because general lane doesn't know lois is in there which is you know, um, that's a funny thing you say what is he dropping because the line is you'll be safe here I constructed this chamber out of and then he gets cut off <laughs> yeah. so it's like it's like well okay what is it it's like all well, this liquid in there or something and I'm like is it gonna yeah. freeze her or something or then mm. I don't know but yeah it 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 I like you know the what they're really doing actually they're, they're really throwing like a little like weird alien stuff in there mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is cool yeah um, you know, instead of getting the safety room or getting the vault, mm-hmm. it's like getting yeah, this that bubble. it's um, so weird. Her little bubble fills with liquid. I yeah, never noticed yeah. that. Yeah, so it's like she's a lot. You have yeah. to imagine yeah. it's something that we don't have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like like something from the abyss, abyss she somehow breathes under under that mm-hmm. liquid in that link in that liquid. Sorry, so yeah. I mean, she doesn't have a good track record with water, so this is probably <laughs> probably not not, uh, not the best thing um, to to do. For yeah, yeah. Um, but the, yeah, it's it's cool as battle armor, and that it's actually got a McFarlane toy release uh, oh, recently. Wow. Nice. Oh, cool! Because um, it was it was very sweet because it was like it was a set of three toys. I think and you had classic Superman, then you had Superman the animated series Superman, aka Dorito Man, and then you had. Uh, this suit of armor. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So I'll put that in the show notes. Cool. Because uh, it's cool that this is a figure. That might be the only figure it has. But um... And I want to say also, incidentally, um, this I, I was really entertained with this with, with Lane's reaction to it. <laughs> so he has to pick now to make me like him. So there's like a <laughs> respect. I just thought that was a kick-ass moment. I was like, yeah, yeah, this armor is cool. <laughs> one, of, one of the things I didn't really get, though, was like, they were kind of having like a conversation with each other, but I'm like, how would Lane hear what like Superman's saying? Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I get that the armor could have like a boom, you know, a boom voice or something, but 
the like those are different speech bubbles or anything, you know, that would mm. usually sort of Yeah. That. That's just a very comic book thing, I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah which yeah. which sticks out because it's a very comic book thing that I think at this point in time most comic book creators should acknowledge. Mm. Uh, especially given like the the tone of this story like it's you know like it, it's it, i mean i'm i'm gonna say it explains everything even though we just talked about how it doesn't and that's good but, but i mean like it just sort of it gives a lot of attention to the small details is what mm-hmm. i'm trying to say mm-hmm. so something like this uh sticks out for me you would have been happy if they just like changed the bubble yeah to more german to imply yeah. that the suit was amplifying him. Yeah. yeah, like put a spiky thing at the bubble or, you know, mm-hmm. just anything. Yeah. Also, yeah. I put uh, that toy in the Skype chat if anyone wants to have a look at it. Um, I'm, I'm having a look at it. I yeah. want to see this baby. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, it's not glowing like it is. In no, the yeah, not, not as, yeah, less yellow than I was expecting. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, look, I guess you can, how can you do that? But, yeah, it's good. That's cool. Um, speaking of like acoustics in this issue, <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a little thing that's like a cool little trick when when General Lane is like put on some heavy metal music, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just music notes throughout. Yeah, <laughs> whenever you see a, a Lane panel, I think that's that's kind of a neat little trick to be like you know because the biggest, uh, you know detractor from comic books is you can't add music to the mm, story yeah, right yeah, yeah. it's kind of i found it effective to just straight mm. up say like hey imagine heavy metal music right now that's a good yeah. point actually that just, really i thought that, that was like a, a night nice, yeah i yeah. found that surprisingly effective yeah yeah I, I agree like when he said that as well i just immediately had i don't even know just some generic metal right with it with yeah, a heavy you just beat have on to it imagine the, yeah. yeah the little like <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah okay that's the tone right now got it yeah yeah oh this kind of hammer and shield that the suit has yes yes also out of all the weapons he could chose he went for a hammer which i just think it's cool like oh yeah well it's it's this thing that's attached to a line yeah that's true so he can yeah. he can hook he can hook multiple pull of these robots together and swing them around that is just so it's so effective like the the motion yeah. in the comic you can really feel like the weight of what he's doing yeah it's a really really cool weapon yeah it's just a great design yeah i really yes. like um see they're using speech different speech bubbles for lane inside the machine here mm-hmm. but not for superman anyway yeah um, yeah because he's on comms and stuff yeah so i love how wraith hits batman and one home with the the dinosaur in batman's uh, cave yeah well yeah. Spot. well i mean uh, just bef- before that i loved wonder woman smashing him with the coin that was uh, the penny yeah the, yeah i mean yeah that's cool well yeah they always had a lot of fun with um or Scott Snyder had a lot of fun getting Jim Lee to draw <laughs> all this crazy stuff. Um, yeah, but I mean, but, you're right, all the classic kind of bits of the Batcave, right? Are just kind of yeah. plundered and used. But yeah, I wasn't big on the dialogue, like just the talking between Lane and Superman for reasons I already mentioned, and I don't know, I just wasn't huge on it. Uh, I liked um, I liked, I liked the, the moment thing. where. 
where yeah, the the rooster and fox thing where yeah yeah you know he's telling the the fable of two roosters fighting and then a fox comes along and eats them both and now yeah the whole point of like Superman saying you interpreted it this way what's actually about is this showing showing different characters interpreting a, a fable two different ways is just very yes yeah that, that's yeah. a nice little, I think that's that's a that's a cool way to use it yeah. You know, just something I've always said is look at the various ways people interpret Superman. And yes. I know just some inter- – not just Superman, but other things. I'm like, what does that say about you, man, if your view of this is so yeah. negative? Like, um, But anyway, uh, I like how Lois comes out with, like, the crystal and Sam Lane's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> she's here? Like, yeah, she's... Got, my daughter was in there, yeah. And Superman's just not messing around when he talks. He's like, where's Wraith? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chunky in, armor. Yeah, in, in a split second, he, he zips Lois away, and then he just rips apart, like, just to show how vulnerable Lane can be, you know, in front of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Without his his toys, yeah. very Lex Luthor-esque thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the crystal's kind of a thing, though, of... Did it make you guys feel like well, why didn't we start with the crystal? Because uh, it, 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 it automatically shuts down all of their machines because they're all sourced from right. technology. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, it had that. I didn't either the first time, but then I was like, oh yeah, I guess they. But it had it had that guy with no eyes. He kind of did that as well. That was before mm-hmm. he met up with Lois. So there was there was an illusion. I agree. I think it was an odd place to have this kind of announcement that this crystal and, and Lois has this amazing power with it. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't think it was too bad. Like, yeah, I thought I feel for me, I felt like the thing that caught me, which probably distracted me from that is like, it just, it doesn't really seem to require anything to use this crystal. Like, yeah, there's no explanation is like what you have to do to channel the crystal. Like, it seems like it took Superman a lot of effort to stop all the nukes. And then obviously Lois did it out of urgency, but I'm like, well, what's, What's the process here, or can you just sort of go like? Yeah, that's it's pretty you know? ambiguous. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a bit too ambiguous for yeah. me. Like, oh, so the crystal has to be operated by concentrating. It's like okay, I can dig that, but yeah, it's just I don't know. Uh, yeah, no, no, I totally agree. But yeah, I just I just left it. It's I mean, I was yeah, wowed with all the fight, <laughs> all the fights, and yeah. Um, no, yeah, yeah this, this, there's there's so much to distract you from the fact yeah. that the, the crystal crystal's this big MacGuffin in it that can just take away. It's the uh, what's the word? Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, the, there's yeah. there's so much around it that it really distracts you that that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I really didn't like this ending either. It's like a symbol that you're about to have. Yeah, to that was a bit, a little bit cheesy. I mean, what like, ha- what happens there is. Is, does the Batcave have a sensor that when Superman arrives, all the screensavers go to go to the <laughs> symbol? Like it's, it's, it's a bit weird. I liked that moment. I think that was neat. <laughs> I, I love the last page. The last page was awesome. But yeah, I just I really for me, it's like this was a downgrade for me from the last issue, the last couple of issues because they're all like you okay. know generally all pretty well written dialogue, and then some of the dialogue in this is like you know from Lethal Weapon, like <laughs> is. Yeah, well, I do with with like 
yeah, one-liners. Basically, they're just yeah. Like... So it was a bit, a bit, a bit jarring to me. So I wasn't as big on this. I love the action of the suit, but overall, I just wasn't as big on this issue as yeah. before. Because it was also like mm. Ray fighting Batman and Wonder Woman, which I don't really think was necessary, and the the crystal out of nowhere again. Like I don't, know, I don't know. It was just all of it didn't work. But great artwork, great fighting, and the final mm. page of final page is awesome. Uh, Superman is good, but yeah, it was. The glowing eyes. What are you? What are your thoughts on that, Adam? Glowing eyes. Uh, I think we've already argued about this. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it's, it's overused. It's yeah, just yeah. used too often. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I, I'm not mad at it. Here. I'm not mad at it. I, I like it. But anyway. this this issue's stressful times. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any any final notes, guys, on this issue? No, no. I, I think it's just. Really, uh, it's a good like ramping up issue. Uh, yeah. yeah, it kind of again it it solidifies at this stage Wraith being the bad guy mm. for me for when I read it. Um, so again, well, he's that... not really doing anything. He's just well, kicking he's attacking... back in the butt. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's not doing anything bad. I'm just saying like that's all he does. This issue is just attack. Batman and Wonder Woman, which is, I think, significantly less than what he's done in previous issues. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, he's uh, up against he's up against heroes that readers, you know, identify as as the heroes and and love. Um, so oh yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, but so he's he's very much in the um, antagonistic role in this. Yep. Yeah. Um, issue eight then. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. All right. So, no variants uh, on seven. Uh, well, uh, what were those uh, other no, things? there's. It yeah. doesn't. There probably is variants of seven, but it doesn't list them. So I figured we just go through the All rest right. at the end. All okay. right. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Because there's about one issue worth of variants left, really. Um. Oh, but right. yeah. So the the cover for eight, I quite like. Uh, just because it feels like a cover to me. Yep. Mm. Another cool. Yeah, cool cover. Um, yeah, I'd say it's a little too much shadow on the face. That's just a move that never really works for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Where that the whole face is just blacked out. Fair enough. Except his eyes and nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. It's very popular in the nineties, Adam. Okay. <laughs> That's a nineties thing. Saves a lot on you know drawing the facial features. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, no, this is good. I mean, Wraith in the background, yeah, pretty cool. It's been flung. Um, much yeah. of the work is is has been put into. Much of the inks has been put into Superman in this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we we kind of start mid fight here with Wraith face down in the desert, which is pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and yeah. then Superman comes with like a big boat, hitting him with a boat. Yeah, uh, I love yes. And part of me, part of me thinks just like this is pure nitpicking. It's not an actual complaint, but it's just like, wouldn't a punch from Superman be more effective than a boat? Because a boat's more fragile material when you think about it. But you know, yeah. shadow. It's so cool though. It's so cool. You're right. It's so. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, well, and I, I think part of it is he's he's keeping his distance from yeah because the yeah, boat is so yeah. long. So he can't do any of because a lot a big part of this issue is that Wraith has all these tricks with mm, extra yeah. powers. So Very. so keeping 
keeping distance from him is is a key part of his you know, strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, I think I think that's most this issue, right? It's a fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And this, by the way, I. This, it's three issues of fighting. This, yeah. I, this might be my my favorite issue. Okay, is. really? Yeah. Because I I think this is, you could argue that this is the the coolest fight Superman has ever had. Wow. Mm. I mean, the art if, is if, definitely yeah. outstanding. It's a top three for sure. They definitely they do it all. They go into space. They go into the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, get, can we get, just sorry? Unless you have notes going through. Not really. Can no. We, so. Can we just like go through? Of course. The, the fight. So, yeah. Yeah. So like you said, starts in the desert. Mm-hmm. Wraith is down. Giant splash page of him getting rammed with a boat. <laughs> you know. Well, no, he, he, doesn't, Wraith, he doesn't though. Though does he? He he shoots it out of. Doesn't he shoot it out of Superman? No, he's, he's pushing no, he's, it. He's okay, pushed. so he's he's pushing a boat into him, and then Wraith destabilizes the boat, explodes oh, yeah. the boat. <laughs> yeah. Wraith throws Superman into Annapurna, and oh, yeah, Anna, cracks, yeah. cracks a bunch through mountains, cracks a bunch of mountains yeah. in half. Hang on, you've forgotten the, the funny bit of he swings Superman around like a... Yeah, sure. Freaking ragdoll. It's quite comical. Yeah, he does. Uh, Are the horrified like hikers? Yeah, the shapers and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He Superman figures out the strategy of they both need oxygen, so he decides to fly him up to the moon Mm -hmm. and then hit his like trachea so that Mm. air comes comes out of his lungs. I really like the beats him up in the moon. Yep. Yeah. Smashes good. him up into the moon. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, Broke the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wraith kind of recovers by... Oh, yes. Uh, simulating kryptonite. Yeah. And Crazy. then says, that was a good trick. I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. Dives into the ocean. So this is like, the, what, the fourth location now. That's what's so yeah. cool about this. Yeah. Dives into the ocean, does the same trick to, you know, get the uh, oxygen out of Superman's lung. Mm-hmm. Superman tunnels down, <laughs> gets another idea, tunnels down into the center of the earth. And then this is where, like, the, you know, clever trick number two happens, where since so many of Wraith's powers are based on, like, magnetism, mm-hmm. they're all taken away in the center of the earth. Yeah. And so they, they go into mm. a fist fight. It's very, I, okay. <laughs> very clever. It, it is. It's, it's like, it's yeah. using his smarts because uh, he has to because yes. he's, he's outmatched. There's a lot of Wraith. thought put into this sequence. Mm. Yes. Yep. It, it just gives it that epic scale because you've got four different scenes, you, you know, mm-hmm. from desert to underwater to outer space to center of the earth. It just, yeah. It, it, I, we've seen, you know, power before, like, you know, Superman or someone being crashed through multiple buildings but this is on another level like doesn't he cause an avalanche as well um mm-hmm. that's why he throws into the mountains yeah, yeah yeah so this is massive stuff um it yeah. kind of reminds me of we said on issue two where he did that whole thing where he like froze the ice spire yeah we were like oh yeah. this is how we use his powers yeah this is mm. i feel the same way and like this is how you do a fight scene with superman mm-hmm. and it's not, it, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's about epic scale and using your brain. Yep, and and it's yep. it's not necessarily pretty as well. I mean, 
towards the end where he just gets his cape and and literally just strangles um wraith um mm. trying to get him in a submissive um position uh, I like yeah. how he uses the cape like that though, because yeah. it's indestructible. So yep, yep. Why not like, use, it? use it as a weapon? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the, yeah, really. I mean, yeah. I would love to. I think I've got it here <laughs> in the in this edition. Love to see the script from Snyder about just detailing yeah. this fight because yeah, there's a lot in it. I also I like what it right. shows that Superman knows how to fight, like not just throw haymakers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think, yeah. Don't they mention in this? Uh, in this series that, like, Superman had to very quickly learn how to fight. Is that mentioned in this series? Is that somewhere else? Yeah, well... Yeah. What he says is, and this is, like, kind of his rebuttal to Wraith's whole point, when Wraith Mm. says, like, oh, you should be doing stuff in secret. Yeah. And he says, like, well, because I'm out in the open, I'm held responsible for everything I do, and I and I had to learn how to take care of myself. I had to learn how to fight. Because he, yeah, he was like, since he's out in the open, he's a huge target, so he had to right learn how to fight very quickly. Yeah, I really liked that. Mm. Um, it's like, I yeah, all of my decisions are my own because I'm not working for some secret di- government agency. I yeah. thought that this was just a what I alluded to, like first episode. Like, this is a great counterpoint to the deconstruction of the first couple issues. This is building him back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. No, that's really good. Um, yeah. And, uh, so, that that's the whole fight, really. Um, yeah, and he like, basically... He clobbers he, him in the center of the earth. Like <laughs> He clobbers him, and then he, he gives him, like, a little, you know, a little speech about, just think for yourself... You know, rather than be a, a mm-hmm. soldier, and off he goes, which which bleeds into the the final appearance of Wraith later on, which um, we'll get to. Yeah, um, but, and, but then uh, it, it, yeah, it shifts back now to um, Lane, yeah, Lane and Lo- uh, sorry, Lois and General Lane. General Lane, you know, a nice little touch is that Lo- I, I like how Lois is wearing a jacket. And I just, mm-hmm. for me, that's a little touch. It's like, you know, her dad probably would have gotten her a jacket, mm-hmm. like, straight away. Yeah. You she know? was just in a singlet, um, wasn't she? Yeah. 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 So, I don't know, it was just a nice little touch. I, yeah. Um, I like the touch that Superman heats his hands as, like, an indirect heating um, thing mm-hmm. for, for Jimmy. Uh, I thought that was another cool use of his powers. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That you don't see often. Yeah, like you said, everything's just well thought out. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of new ideas. Yeah. Jimmy yeah, just so wanted some with... pad thai. <laughs> <laughs> now he's in the Arctic with a, like, you know. Uh, yeah. But this Lex stuff, oh dear. This 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 is my low point in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Lex going, look how, he's in his look how smart I am pose. Yep. And Scott Snyder is kind of in that pose as well because he's, like, having Lex make this all these analogies to, like, the Iliad and stuff. The problem is mm. I've read the Iliad mm. <laughs> and like the the stuff he's saying, like, oh you're a Trojan horse now, do you know all that stuff? None of that stuff was in that book. And so it really comes off as like 
you didn't read this. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, look read. at this, the greatest poem of war, or the great deception, and I'm like, there was no great deception in that book. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's banking on the fact that no one's read it, and <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a famous book. So it's a bit like, That's it was a bit fun. like, I'm trying to sound smart, and I was like, oh, come on, dude. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's, it, yeah. so it came off very hollow for me, Yeah, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, and I think, Ray, you are mentioning it came off hollow for you too, were you saying, or...? Um, or about Lex using the Iliad. Well, just like Lex is, I don't know, I just mentioned, um, uh, I don't know, I was just talking about like the Trojan horse analogy with you. And, um... Oh, yeah, 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 it, it, it seemed, yeah, it was apparent to me that it seemed like, it's similar to like, um, you know how some comic book writers, they try to have another character speak in another language, but they yeah. obviously just looked it up in the dictionary and it's not really how they mm-hmm. speak. It's kind, yeah. of like, it's kind of like, it, to me, it seemed like that obvious, like, pop... He's only got a pop culture level of uh, of knowledge of the Iliad, and yeah. which, which is probably all you need, you know, anyway. You don't need to really plunder it. But for those people like Connor who has read it, it's just a little disappointing because it's <laughs> it, it's uh, exposed for what it is. Like, you know, I feel like, like... He's clearly not done the homework. You should use... If you want to go all deep with a metaphor and sound smart, use something you're familiar with. You know yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. okay, if you're not familiar, if you think the Trojan horse would be a really cool analogy, but you're not that familiar with it, maybe there's something else you're familiar with, or maybe you could like read the book in preparation, or you know, yeah, yeah, so, exactly. It's weird, weird to hear because everything else that seems so well researched, mm. yeah, right. Well, a lot of attention to detail. Snyder as a writer, yeah. at this point, was like he he just picks things that he knows a lot about, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't. Something that could Go have ahead. happened. Maybe, maybe he read it when he was young, yes, and he just misremembered it. Yep. Um, but even without that, I think it still comes off as a bit mm-hmm. because Lex is just. Yeah that that was a running like he was referencing the Trojan War in the first couple of issues, but now he's come out of nowhere all of a sudden, like six issues later, where those themes haven't really been around, and he's just sort of waxing about it. Uh, mm. So I feel like it's a bit out of nowhere, regardless. Um, anyway, Lex Lex is a bit of a plot device here. I mean, he's he, he supplies the the needle at the end, which towards the end, you, you know what I mean. So um, he's popped up yeah. before, but he's not really it's not really needed, other than that he he has a vested interest, obviously, in, in planet Earth as well. Well, I think Lex is needed because Lex is out to do what he always does. He's like his role in this, he wants to kill Superman, so he's using this whole conflict, and it's like because he knows about it because he's like mm. he's using it as a way mm. to kill Superman. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, which which yeah. again ties into the final act because it turns out these guys are the Wraith's race are an alien invasion who yes. are Once on their way yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. None of this uh, Iliad talks rings true to me. Because I'm not a nerd for freaking Homer, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, my my issue with this is is the use of Jimmy, okay. where it felt like he was being hyped up for the whole series, and then this kind of falls flat. This is such a stretch to be like and send <laughs> Jimmy out there. And the reason you're causing Superman's death is because I put 
a message on your hand. Yeah, he's a yeah. messenger. Like, that's like he's a part. That actually falls flat. Doesn't I don't. It? I don't get. Yeah. I don't get why Jimmy is here. It feels like he could have been, you know, a drone in this yeah. series. It was all for drama. Like for that for that exact scene, Adam of like you, Jimmy. You're the one that will kill Superman. <laughs> it's like there's also yeah. the fact yeah. that since this took a year and a half, maybe things changed in the plot. So maybe he originally had another idea for this Jimmy Lex payoff or something, or maybe he was going to use Jimmy in a different way, but it just didn't end up panning out like that. Because mm. the focus shifted away from these guys for so long. It did, didn't it? Yeah. You know? It just, yeah, exactly. Uh, and they, so they come back, you know, yeah, anyway. Um, well, but, that, that yeah. kind of brings up my earlier point of, like, did Snyder try to fit in too much was he trying to fit in like every single thing from superman's you know world into one story and he just he he struggled with you know some of the i i think i think that's know, some that's a, some jimmy and yeah yeah i think that's definitely the case for jimmy i found he's really under like he was really underdone in this in this series. yeah um, i mean if we want to if we want to talk about stripping this story down to its bare essentials I don't think we need any of Superman's cast but Superman. And General Lane, sure. And I think Lois would only be justified because she's related to General Lane. Um, I guess she helps with the terrorist subplot. Yeah, she investigates. Jimmy, she holds the crystal. Yeah, she and she comes I mean, across the guy. She comes really. across the... Right. Well, she comes across the engineer who worked on it with the out the, out the eyes as well and... She had a bit of an early role, but yeah. yeah, yeah, right. She was in it from the start. Yeah, that that seemed planned. Um, but yeah, I think uh, maybe Lex isn't necessary, but I do, I do think in the next issue, I do think he adds to it with um, mm-hmm. like a small role, but a crucial role mm. um, of you know making everything just dick butts for everyone, um, <laughs> like he usually does. Uh, but for me, like, this is the weakest point in the series, and I was reading it, I'm like, ooh, this is not a good point to let me down. The end of the penultimate issue setting uh, up the finale is not yeah. a good point for this to happen. Because yeah. it wasn't just the Trojan horse stuff, it was the Jimmy stuff, it was just Le- Lex's general way of talking. Um, again, which is because of the Trojan horse. But anyway, the next issue I like, so, you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you guys? Any final thoughts? No, I think we covered my thoughts. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the great um, observations as well. When I was reading this, I mean, I didn't, other than potentially, like, just questioning, like, Jimmy's role in it, I, at this stage I was still enjoying it, like, thoroughly. Yeah. Even with Lex mm. in there, like, um, you know, because uh, he did, obviously, he, it's not like he popped out, out of nowhere. He, he was there a while ago. Um, so, yeah, I didn't think too much of it at that stage. Yeah, no, I just enjoyed it. Enjoy the issues. The last three issues, four issues. Mm. Um, yeah, just roller coaster. Great. I just remember thinking when I finished this issue, I'm like, oh no, is is issue nine going to let me down? Is it not going to be as good as I remember it? <laughs> uh, luckily, it wasn't. But I was a bit worried at this point. I was like, oh man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, the final issue then. Issue nine, uh, nine yes. <laughs> I keep on thinking it's 12 issues, but no, it's nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I, I Nine's a that. weird number it for, is. A, yeah. for a series for some reason. Yeah. So uh, issue nine 
Uh, let me just get it up. So, oh yeah, this is the the image we use for our discussion thread. So it's just Superman standing in a yeah. burning um, wreck, which I'm a bit disappointed in this cover because it's the final cover. Mm-hmm. I thought they could have done something a lot more interesting than just Superman you, in an action pose. Oh, are you getting... Are you not seeing the the spread? Because the back cover has connects. Oh, no. Uh, don't have that. No. no. Yeah. See, this This is another disadvantage of the trade. Because oh, what right. it is, is it's Superman on the front cover, and then the back cover, it connects to show, you know, a very nice, you know, picture of Wraith, General Lane, Lex, and Lois. As well as like all the ships going through. Oh, I've got I've got that here. Um, so they reproduce that back cover, mm-hmm. but it's like, yeah, yeah, okay. I say, yeah, it's cool. I mean, Wraith's face is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it, I think it looks really good. I think it's a great cover. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, yeah. In the trade, like it's it's in the back of the book as like a kind of variant. Sure. Yeah, like as a variant, which is what I thought it was. But like the fire is the only thing I see for the front. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 That's much better as a wraparound cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well, I was looking like a, a Green Lantern, yeah. Blue Lantern, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. uh, I really like Wraith. Yeah, Wraith's really good. Yeah, he looks great. Oh, even, yeah. even who's that? Sorry, who was that other dude? Um, oh, oh Lane. That's General Lane. Ray. No, no, General Lane. <laughs> His um, expression it, it's quite unique. Like he's got like the up the curled upper lip and I don't know I think it's yelling at something yeah it's quite unique as in the way it's drawn yeah anyway um there's like a variant where Superman looks a lot more blue and red his costume as well mm-hmm. uh oh yeah this is where we get the payoff for um the farmer uh yeah and initially I thought oh cold colder Clark accidentally killed him. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't remember it being this crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I, I'm like, wait, more people would have complained about this if that was the case, but it uh, ends up not being the case. As we talked about earlier, he saves his life. So, mm-hmm. yeah, sho- uh, you know, it's still shocking when, when Clark says no and emits. He actually, is is it? Does he emit something? I thought it was like a call to some unseen power that he hadn't tapped into. I assume he backhanded him. Oh, because if there's a, cr- looks... there's a crater, kind of like where cold is being thrust backwards. Yeah. So th- I thought there was some sort of energy. That I he, I yeah. think it's just in general power. Lashing mm. out. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah like raw right. power. Yeah. I guess another reason I might have thought that is because like it has a close up of his fist at the end on that oh, page. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, um. Anyway. So Lex is, yeah, giving his big exposition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got, and... again, beautiful art here, far out. I, I, I oh, yeah. Lex's, Lex's um, pose there, like his hologram. Just, you know, two fingers up, looking up. Very, you know. Um, but then you got Wonder Woman, Superman again. A lot of shadow there, Adam, though. So, not sure of that. No, it's not so bad. Yeah. But I love it. It's not the... over his face. <laughs> yeah. I love the next ones where he just embraces Lois and then there's a, a really nice, strangely shaped series of panels, like, staggered. Um, uh-huh. All of them really well done and then that splash page then goes up. Man, I'm glad she didn't say, uh, he said, or 
one of them said, I love you, because uh, I yeah. was a bit weird. <laughs> but um, what's the... Uh, does he say it here? Oh, yeah, when he says, you know, how do you know it's the right thing? He's like, it's because it's because it's what you would do. And I'm like, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, I, I, I just... I just don't buy it. Like, I, I don't buy that. <laughs> I don't buy that she wouldn't do this. I just don't buy that line, like, being delivered at this point in the story. It's a little bit. Yeah, I, I noticed that. Their a relationship bit... hasn't been established. Yeah. As, like, she hasn't been established as someone who's, like, an inspiration from, for Clark. Okay. Yeah. No? So when he's yeah. like, oh, it's because it's what you would do, I'm like, well, their interactions before this haven't really been like that. Um, yeah. So it just rang Yeah. Uh, to me, I, I think for me, this is this is definitely like the point where they're trying to write this story as if it was like a timeless story that you yeah. can read ten years in the future and not worry about the new Fifty Two. Which I so think they're trying, bad, but... yeah, he's trying to kind of balance out like if you assume that Lois and Clark are as established as they are in, in the regular story and not where they were at this point in the new 52, it'd still work. He's trying to kind of be vague about their relationship and more hearken to like their relationship as a whole throughout their history. I don't, I don't really think it's vague though, because she just says, thank you. You know, there's no <laughs> romantic implications. Yeah. Um, it, it seems like a struggle to be like, I want to write a nice Superman and Lois moment, but yeah. the status quo of them at the time yeah. didn't and, match. Like, them being friends can match, and they've had nice moments in this story as well, where they've just been mm-hmm. friends. You know, and they have nice moments in the New 52 where they're just friends. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I just, I think if they because uh, they, they spent a bit of time with Clark and Lois at the start with their banter together. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they start up just a little bit of, like, how Clark felt about her, like, just in terms of as a person, instead of that sort of banter, I don't know, maybe, like, mm. that could, it could have been a nice little payoff, but they just didn't really mm. do that. Yeah. Fair. Um, yeah. Nitpick, but again crucial moment in the story no I, yeah. I, I picked I picked it as well slightly awkward yeah, yeah. it's just again I think, I think what yeah. you guys are saying is totally correct but still it, I still think it was a nice moment I don't mm. know yeah that's fine I think it was drawn very nice I think that, that's oh, a huge part drawn. of it yeah yeah really cool uh, yeah <laughs> I don't know I, 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 I know exactly what you mean but I'm still I'm still happy with it mm. I guess this would have been a cool moment in the new things too, where she goes, Superman, I just want to say, I know you're Clark Kent. Hmm? <laughs> I mean, maybe not those exact words, but this could have been a place to put that reveal. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that, that that was literally just a random idea that came into my head. I didn't put any thought behind <laughs> it. Because yeah. I, I, I was thinking of, like, just erasing the thank you of the speech problem and just what I would put there. <laughs> Con- with his liquid, pa- liquid paper, just papering it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm still on that track. You guys keep going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, it, it flashes. I mean, we get bits of the the flashback to Smallville as well with Calder. So again, as we've mentioned, um, despite 
calls to leave the psycho <laughs> alone. He's dead. <laughs> um, Clark, you know, tries to resuscitate him. And uh, at, at that stage, he's, he's just trying to resuscitate him. Um, but here, again, more epic stuff abound with... Yeah. I love... Can we... Sorry? Sorry. Can I do a... Can I do something and go back in time for a sec? Yeah. Or... No. Okay, well, I'm going to spin the earth backwards anyway. Uh, so <laughs> that that panel, after she says thank you, and that has this, this is great meme potential, by the way, because mm. of Clark's expression after he says thank you, then he lets go of her hand. She could say something really gross or something. But, <laughs> yeah. um, no, but, but when their hands let go, I don't know. Like, what do you guys make of that? Because there's emphasis put on it. Mm-hmm. I think there's something lingering. I mean, I, I don't know. I think there's something yeah. lingering there. I mean, because Clark, like in New Fifty Two, Clark was in love with her, but you know, she, she, he didn't get to be with her mm. again, which was hilarious because Clark was a loser. But um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just, it's a very specific thing to linger on, and I was. It's just, just yeah. It just reads as like a solemn goodbye, goodbye. to me. I, yeah. I do think there is some some romantic. Tension. tension yeah because the yeah, context yeah. of course is that superman's yes going to die yeah in theory and he like clark probably still has feelings for her like he's with yes. Wonder Woman, and i'm not saying that like he he ditched one woman for her but you know he they don't know if like it just would have all gone away you know mm-hmm. so yeah um Sorry, continue, Ray. Now that yeah. Oh no, done. just um, <laughs> just we, we get to well, see. Well, it's it, yeah. Sorry, Adam. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go on. I'll... I was just gonna say, yeah. We kind of talked about he resuscitates Calder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, but the th- thing is, so like, yeah, Earth technology is failing. The story meat kind of picks up again. When he flies out into space, yeah, right? yeah, totally. It's a yeah, lot of it it's a lot of pages bit. of just setting up like what's going on. And yes, there's... yeah, and then and then he reaches like this giant splash page of the Armada. Yes. I love how the the planes are being guided into the bay. Yes, I, I love. Really yeah, cool. yeah, I thought that was just a mm. really nice, um, yeah, take on on you know technology and stuff being affected. Uh, just things that you wouldn't think about, but there'd be a whole heap of planes. I guess they'd be making emergency landings in the bay, and just the sight of them all there was, I thought, was pretty cool. So that was like in between mm-hmm. those, those pages, Adam, that you were saying. I think that uh, there was a lot of explaining and all that, but that was, you know, that was still pretty cool to see. But you're right. Actually, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. It's very cinematic still. And yeah. We keep like saying that's what <laughs> Lee's doing, and he really is. Oh, yes. Yeah. But you're Some right. My... Sorry. Sorry, go on. Oh, no, I was about to move on to outer space with superman. well some i like i like when lex breaks his composure and says he knows superman better than anyone mm. and you know like some of this dog's strongest part of the series for me mm-hmm. um you know like lex is kind of right in that he's saying everyone looks at him as his light leading the way mm-hmm. but he's just a guy and lex is saying it in a pessimistic way but Mm-hmm. that's kind of what it is about Superman in a positive way is that he is just a guy trying to do the right thing. He's not this yep. messiah sent to save yep. everyone, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's really he good. Just he doesn't have that's all the answers automatically. Um, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, sorry. 
I was I really love how they track his progress. Like, um, yeah. you know, Superman toppled a dictator there, and then a more ruthless person took over, so he didn't do it again. And like Lex is kind of tracking his activity mm-hmm. over the planet and seeing that Superman is basically just doing trial and error. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought that was really awesome and like a really good statement for sort of Superman's character. Yeah, he is. But I mean, exactly as you say, it's it's how you interpret that. And for Lex, his values are a lot more different. Mm. Than, than, say, an honest person. So, I mean, as you say, that's exactly what Superman does, trial by error, and he he does kind of stumble through, so to speak. But It's funny because, like, Lex is saying that in a negative way, but it's it's highlighting. Yep. It just highlights how human, I guess, the human qualities of him as well. Um, Well, how uh admirable Superman is, you know? Yep. Um, Like, he's not not like a machine. (laughs) Like, he's not not above everyone or anything. Or he doesn't consider himself like that anyway. I mean, it's it's all like that scene, my favourite scene from Batman v Superman, where everyone's sort of debating if he's, you know, an invader or a saviour or whatever, and then they're just like, you know, one of them's just like, he's just a guy trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, really cool. Um, yeah, so really really good, I think, dial, uh, script dialogue um, there. Uh, but yeah, as you're right, I mean, the Armada comes in again a lot of work for jim lee <laughs> but uh pulls it off um really nice kind of we get a whole series of literally it's like silent pages um most of them um yeah. just where the action kind of speaks for itself uh one of the most i guess striking things for me was seeing a desiccated superman um it's very um dark knight returns oh yeah it? okay it has to, to the point where a, it has to be a reference. Like a, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. It's yeah. interesting how that imagery is kind of referenced. Ugh, I'm trying to think. I've been saying it's referenced a few times, but I can only think of this and Bam v Superman, where it's been kind of referenced. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting. How, how do you like? I don't know. It's just. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I just I just think you know Batman v Superman is also coming from the same source of Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. yeah. It's, what do you think of this imagery? Oh. Though, uh, of, like, desiccated, skeletal sort of Superman as a thing? Neutral. <laughs> yeah, fair. I, I'm, I'm just kind of like, yeah, they're doing Dark Knight Returns. Oh, That's not yeah. really... Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have that reference with me, but I, I just thought it was it's cool. Just funny cause, yeah. It's just funny because Dark Knight Returns gets Superman so wrong, and this gets Superman so right. right. <laughs> you know? Um, but, yeah. Uh, what I do think is interesting on this read is is how much the story does not try to tell you that this armada is going to just like that you have to take this threat seriously. Mm-hmm. Like Lex Luthor kind of says, like, yeah, the armada is going to fail; they're going to stop it. But the drama is in how it's going to be stopped. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a cool way to approach threat in a in a comic book because like yeah obviously you know the the are win. going to win yeah yeah but yeah, that's the, a good point yeah the how you do it is i, I just like that there, there's no illusion here of you should think the aliens are going to win i like kind of like that style mm. of writing yeah i didn't even think of that but that's a that's a yeah. good point yeah um i i personally can see them as a threat because you know the um I mean, even Lexi mentioned at one point, you know, oh, they're going to kill everyone. But um, 
Yeah. No, you, you do. Your your point is right. Like I was never reading this and thinking on my well, first read through, are oh, they going to fail? You know. No, because we, we were backing Lex's plan, like as well. He's got that right. little, the little serum, and we know that that's going to be more than enough. It's got, you know whatever twenty five megatons. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ironically, we'll Lex is like yeah. Yeah. save the planet off screen while everything else has been happening, uh, which I kind of love. Uh, yes. Yeah. But it was more like, how is Superman going to get out of this? Because he's, it seems like his fate is destined to die as a bomb for this Armada. Mm-hmm. So how how does he change that? Um, what an interesting! It's a cool plan for to use Lex, right? To to be like to have Lex ultimately decide like the best way to kill Superman is have him sacrifice himself because you know yeah. he will. Mm. Yes. That's the most effective way to kill Superman is get him in a situation where he has to sacrifice himself to save somebody. Yeah, which is how he did it in All-Star as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I like how Lex is very confident that Superman will will save the day. You know, he he actually banks on it and that's – he builds his whole kind of premise to kill Superman off it. You know, he he will sacrifice himself. He'll – you know, he'll do that. Um, and he's not worried at all that this armada is coming, and you know, so I, yeah. like, I like that confidence in Lex. But for me, um, I, I, the story loses me just in the in the last um, this exchange with with Wraith using the mm. the serum. I just felt that, like he was. He was quite ambiguous anyway, like, you know, for being from bad and good and all that. Last we see him, he get, he's in the centre of the earth and stuff. And, and then he comes out of nowhere and in this split-second situation, he decides to sacrifice himself um, against his own people. Uh, so I thought, oh, that for me, that fell a little flat. Um, so too easy. Yeah, yeah. I was a little disappointed because everything, everything up until that point, up until that page where... I mean, I was even impressed when he gets souped up and he turns into this kind of solar spiky thing. That was cool. But it's like, oh, no, he's going to, he's not going to do it, is he? Uh, and he does. <laughs> and it's like, oh, come on. Um, so I did feel a little cheated in that sense. Mm. I think it works because the last thing Superman said to him was make your own decisions. Yeah, but that was too fleeting. I, I was thinking about sure. it. Sure. Um, just recently, and like, you know, I'm no writer or whatever, but say, I think it would have worked better, say, if they were slogging it out with each other to the point that they were both exhausted and they, I don't know, they both had to collapse and then they have a, mm-hmm. a, a chat because then you have a bit more time. I mean, Superman left him immediately after he beat the shit out of him. Now, Wraith, I know I wouldn't be feeling compassion towards someone that just beat the shit out of me and next i see them i see them floating in space looking like a coconut i'd be going good on you buddy see you later on your bike um but he's had a lot of time to contemplate i reckon if they if they somehow space that out and you got that sense mm. that that this point that superman's giving him actually sinks in you know that yeah anyway that's how i kind of thought it would probably pan out a bit better i mean okay. i've I have a few points. Um, so for one, I think, like, it's not like Superman and Wraith just had that conversation after they fought. Mm. I mean, Superman has been questioning Wraith for, like, the whole time. 
yeah. before they for fought sure. as well. Yeah. So he's been there for longer. And the other thing is, um, they aren't his like these. His people is a like he's loyal to um to the Earth. US. Like he's loyal yeah. to Earth. Like like yeah. his that's his home. That's his family. Um. So, and for me, like. I guess to the opposite point of view, right? I like how they don't waste time giving us Wraith going through some sort of inner monologue or something, or just, I like how it just mm-hmm. shows, I like how it's just silence because it's in space. Like uh, there's no dialogue. He just, for me, that's why it hit me so hard. The first time I read it is like, he just chooses for himself. Like we don't get his exact thoughts mm. or anything. We're mm. left to kind of wonder is like his exact thought process, but he does it. He sacrifices himself. And, like that's why I've always kind of remembered Wraith, and that's the main thing I've always remembered from this story. That mm-hmm. and the skyscraper. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I guess like I guess why it didn't work for you, Ray, is why it works so well for me. Yeah. Um, you know, and I thought it was a really neat new way to do it. I thought it was really refreshing, and like I just thought it was really great. It just makes me like Wraith even more. I guess. Yeah. Um, well, he definitely goes yeah. out on a, on a on a high note. I mean. You know, he obviously he he saves saves Superman. He saves that. I mean, planet, yeah. So it's not just that, but for me, again, opposite to you, but for me, it's just how it was executed mm. is what really sticks out for me because it's not just another villain redeems themselves story. It's yeah. like, yeah, you know, for me, it was just as, it just it, it did it with a bit more nuance and it was it just really okay. worked for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if the if the middle ground is if uh, if he didn't. If the fight didn't happen, what last issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and yep. like, what if, what if? I think what you're saying is like, what if there was an issue in between where Wraith is just missing and and yeah. thinking about his his life decisions? Mm. I guess that that's another thing as well is like the time passing for me between Wraith's fight in and the invasion yeah. didn't seem so immediate for me. Okay. Uh. Yeah, I'm with you, you, Connor. Once again, Ray, you're uh, outvoted. <laughs> Time to get shot. Um. And you, you will be shot. It's a hair. Oh, jeez. It's a hair, I tell you. It's a hair. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, fair enough. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's a, I get where you're coming from, for sure, though. Yeah. Because it is... It, it's a... It's a. It's an ending that's wrapped up a little too neatly. Mm. But I think it's it's good for the... Like plot wise, it's it's too easy, but mm. character wise for Wraith, I think it's very strong. So, okay. I don't know. How do you balance those two? I wouldn't say plot wise it's too easy because someone dies. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, okay. Yeah. Like, um, okay. not 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 to just like disagree. I guess I'm just saying. Yeah. I, no, I get no. that, but I, I don't, what can I say? I guess is that I was just I felt really satisfied. I felt it was mm. really good setting, and it saved mm. the. You know the cluster um, cluster fudge that was like the ending of the last issue, where I was like, "Oh my god, is this going to end up being really horrible?" Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, again, like you know, I get you guys are entitled to your opinion, etc. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just work for me, I guess. Yeah. All right. Um, and yeah, and it works for me too. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like a little. I mean, after the huge explosion. Um, which can be seen mm. from certain points on the globe. 
And they um, explained that earlier, which was good. Yeah, 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 which is really, really cool. And then there's just a, a tie-up here, I guess, with uh, your favourite, Adam, the corn bagel. That's uh, makes a, <laughs> a reappearance. Um, I think about it. I think I'm every once every two months, maybe I'm like corn bagel. That sounds good. Yeah, but I like I like how it rounds out because it has Clark yes. and standing on top of the silo, which we've seen in the flashbacks. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, no, a really nice, yeah, a really nice ending as well. A epilogue, if anything. The ending made me kind of wonder because this this feels like a a story that has a lot of themes going throughout it, right? Mm-hmm. So, the ending to be the leap, uh, the kind of leap of faith thing, you know, mm. it, it makes me wonder: is like, is that the theme I should have been paying more attention to? Like, it's it's a it's a bold decision to like end on a a, a, a very pronounced metaphor. You know what I mean? Right. I thought he was throwing shade at shade at Jebediah Calder, just jumping on the stack, <laughs> jumping on the stacks again. You know, Despite him, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I like your your take a lot better, Adam. I think, um, yeah, no, for sure, exactly. I think there's a lot to do with the leaping. I mean, and that was brought in with the yeah with the flashback scene, right? I, what I, I'm just trying to think, like though, is. I don't know. Was that the main theme throughout? Because there, it's, uh, yeah. it seems like we spent more time on. I mean, I guess it was. It feels. It makes me feel like I need to read it a third time or fourth time. Mm, yeah. And be like, well, maybe interpret this as a story that's all about, you know, a leaps of faith, taking chance. I guess. Well, as you said, like it's got sort of put a lot into this story. Says so more right. than, uh, but I. <laughs> For whatever reason, the leap of faith thing went over me. I didn't interpret it that way. I just sort of mm. can't remember exactly how I interpreted it, but it was reasonable at the time. But yeah, leap of faith didn't really cross my mind because I don't think there was ever really like a leap of faith moment for Clark in this story. Like he took well, a lot to of me, leaps. Well, I think but... the whole the whole point about him um, not just being the light, but he troll and error kind of. He, yeah, he'll, like, do, yes, he'll do. I mean, yes. like, He'll do stuff. That's that's what yeah. leap of faith that means to me. Yeah, in, yes. oh, in yeah, the context of this story. Yeah, he'll do stuff that he won't necessarily know or, or think, but he'll just he'll do it. And because yeah. even when he's saving the skyscraper, he doesn't know if it'll work. Yeah, exactly. exactly. People right. Could still die here, but I just I have to do something. I have to do it anyway. So yeah, um, yeah, you're right. yeah. That yeah. I thought I thought you meant leap of faith at a different rate or oh, something. No. That that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. I guess this, the same can be applied with Wraith as well. Like he finally decide, yeah, I guess he decides can. to yeah. yeah. Well, it, it ends in his demise, but he decides to de- to finally do something that that he you know something against the grain, something that he has that not he been feels. trained to do. Yeah, yeah. Just actually go for his gut instinct. Yeah. Well, now, now that we're talking about it, it actually ties everything together more than I thought. Now I love it. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It, that was how Wraith ended. And that's. I guess what he was the opposite of just taking orders yep. from a higher power mm-hmm. throughout. So, I mean, yeah. that's a risk. That's a huge risk for him like, to, to, to go against your... Yep. Um, yeah. How he was raised, pretty yeah, much. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what a great ending. Yeah. That, that's, uh, <laughs> that, I don't have any more notes on issue nine. So uh, if you guys are done, I can 
go to the variants and we can do a raid. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, oh, sure. Well. Yeah, listen. Hey, man, hanging out with these variants. I know. Like I know. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, they're all done. All right, so first variant, I don't know what issue it's for, but it's art by Jock. Yeah. And yeah. it's Superman kind of holding up the Superman Unchained logo, which is pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's got a different texture to his... He's got that, mm-hmm. I don't know what you call it, like that dotty effect. Um, it just reminds me a little bit of, I don't know if it's David Mack, that sort mm. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but really good. I like that one. Yeah, the kind of stuff where you can see the texture of the materials he's worked with. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or it seems Yeah, I like, like that style. Mm. Yeah. He, he, he always yeah. just draws Superman a little too angry for me, though. Jock. <laughs> he does look pretty he's, angry. Maybe Jock's angry. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he always... I always... I like Jock, but he, he always comes across to me as, like, one of those artists who just loves Batman, who gets drawing a Superman cover. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, good. He's a good artist. <laughs> and we have... Um... Art by Andy Kubert and Brad Anderson. It's uh, Superman and Batman on the mm. top of the Daily Planet building. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that should have been a gargoyle or something. <laughs> Instead. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I, I like it. I mean, the, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, not one of my favorites out of these remaining um, things. but yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have... Mm, uh, good one. Art by Dustin Nugent, who did art in this comic of mm-hmm. Superman flying very, down. Yeah. Very sort of expressionist. Um, yeah, very cool. Very uh, I really love it, though. I think it looks good. Oh, yeah. Mm, I like it as well. I think it's as far as covers go as well. Yeah. Then we have mm-hmm. a familiar face here. Ivan mm-hmm. Reyes, uh, Joe Prado, and Alex Sinclair. Is it, It's kind of weird seeing Ivan Reyes draw New 52 Superman, right? Because the face looks older here than what it should be. Or is that just me? I didn't clock it, but you're not wrong. It looks, it looks, yeah, the face looks slightly different, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, this is uh, Adam's favourite, it's got to be. David Fitch and Sonia Obak. Uh, it's Superman and Wraith. Superman in the shadows. angry at each other. Oh, jeez. Exactly. Yeah, but his eyes aren't red. <laughs> Oh, he's not that right. You're right. No, but you're right. It's just all. It's all shadow. <laughs> you got a bit. I don't know. Got a bit of lip there. I Whatever. like it as a piece of art. I don't like it as a cover. Yeah, I, I, mm. yeah, I like David Finch's art. Um, yeah, your right, it's pretty cool. And and that. Um, oh yeah. And that American Eagle is is a lot more distinct in this. Yeah, he draws an awesome wraith. Yeah. Looks very like. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I think I think I saw you post this one, Adam. Art by Brian Hitch oh. and Alex Sinclair. It's like a oh. double page spread of Superman punching. This oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Purple, purple and, green. and green. Behemoth. Yeah, I, I like that one a lot. Yeah, yeah. That is a good one. Brian Hitch is great. He's good. Hmm. Mhm. Uh, and this is where we have the real cover for issue nine. Yeah, the wraparound. Yeah. The wraparounds, yeah. Uh, look, my favourite, to the surprise of no one, I'm sure, is the Dustin Negan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, compared to the others, it's just really different and really, really nice looking. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think I'm going to agree with you just for the the creativity of it. That's not a yeah. thing like that's not a pose you see a lot. Him no, yeah, down. Yeah, 
and not, yeah, yeah, nice not, little focal point that he's aiming towards. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's neat. Yeah, and the effect as well as like it's um that light, you know, the the glimmer mm-hmm. at the end works really well, and the perspective really cool. Um, I'd agree as well. Just as far yeah, as far as covers go, like I said, I like the David Finch one, but I think like you said, Connor, it, you know, it's a bit of a mare for a cover, but for yeah. for an artwork, it's it's pretty cool. Um, so covers, yeah, Dustin, Dustin wins it. Yeah, it's it's a, like there's a lot of covers here that I would like on my wall or something, um, but I would really be interested to see like what he's drawing exactly. You know, I'd be really interested to hear that. Mm. Mm. If you're listening, Dustin. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, any final overall thoughts on Unchained? Uh, Adam, you're the guest. You can go first if you want. Oh, jeez. Well, (laughs) I mean, I think when it comes down to it, the word I I tried to, like, not say so much but just kept coming to my mind was just, like... Was it Unchained? (laughs) Unchained. (laughs) One... (laughs) It's unchained, baby. <laughs> things wild, but I don't know. Everything's just this—it's effective. Like everything's just mm-hmm. so effective in the art yeah. and what they like want to come across. Like I think this story—it has uh, a few moments that, it, like in dialogue, there's kind of like, oh, that's kind of a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. But if, if you want to study, like, how to do a good Superman fight scene, how to do a good Superman saving you know, a, a falling plane scene. I think you can like teach this story in a class of like, yeah, getting, getting points across, getting action across from both, uh, Snyder and Lee. I think they're both like doing some of their best stuff in this story. Mm, yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Connor, any, any final thoughts? Um, yeah, I mean, this is, you know, like the, the Lex speech at the end of eight was like a pretty significant letdown, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, which is unfortunate, but it's had a crucial part of the story. But other than that, I really like the story. Um, Mm. uh, everything Adam said about the action, how to do a rescue, stuff like that, spot on. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's like a lot of moments in this book, which is like, this is, definitive superman we're looking at here mm. um you know i think i feel like if you have like a list of comics that define the character of superman or get the character of superman completely right like i think this should be in that list mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. it's, you know i think it's despite songs i think it's one of the superman stories you know i think this is a superman story i think everyone should read uh, you know, add that to the list of Superman stories everyone should read. I think this should be in there. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's definitely earned a place among his, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, yeah, I, I can't disagree with you guys as well. It, this, it was highly entertaining, like nine yeah. nine issues long. Um, for me, like the the little. Um, the little things of dialogue, they were just kind of blips compared to, I think, the yeah. overall uh, strength of, yeah. of Snyder's writing. Um, yeah, the positive I mean, outweighs the yeah. negative. I, I should have added Yes. Um, yeah, but, I mean, granted, as you said, Connor, I mean, that last bit by Lex, for sure, I mean, yeah. that's uh, that's more than just, you know, wordings and stuff. Um, 
but yeah, no, it, the writing was very strong. The art was, you can tell Jim Lee and one and a half years and, and spending a lot of time on this. Mm. Um, it, it comes across beautiful splash pages. It, it, I would highly recommend this to anyone because, um, for me, it, it's like a modern, a nice modern tale of Superman, but it has, it has everything. Like it's like Snyder's included. And I'm not saying that as in he's cluttered it. it it's just like he's balanced yeah. and juggled things so well. Um, mm-hmm. it, despite stuff we said about Jimmy, but like the cosmic, cosmic <laughs> stuff, uh, Wraith, like having this big character, having General Lane in there, having Ascension, the terrorist group, um, they all have big roles to play. Like, you know, Ascension, mm. although they kind of get wasted, um, you know, before the end of the last issue, um, they, their impact is there, you know, they, um, they aren't just there t- to be a, a generic terrorist group. Um, so, uh, they they set up things um and yeah just the dial uh, the the dialogue and uh, the ideas from Snyder I think are, are really really strong so yeah very yeah. enjoy this a lot um but except yeah as I said just those last couple of pages before the epilogue uh it, I was just like I was loving it and then it was a little bit of a a misstep for me um at that end but not enough to to like not recommend it. It's it's such mm. a such a good read, mm. so yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh Ray, I do you have a favorite story? Superman uh, story? Uh yeah. I guess at the moment it would be All Star. I mean that's Nice. I just I've just loved just love that. Um yeah. but it's so funny though, because if we're gonna talk about ratings coming up, like I've rated All Star quite high as well, but I would rate this quite high too. It's a different level of enjoyment. Like it's it's hard to put them together because the yeah. way Morrison writes and the way what Snyder wants to do with the story is very different. So you can't really say, like I can't really say enjoyment level wise, one is kind of better than the other. But say for sure. All Star, also being my favourite, it's it's because I guess I acknowledge not only the enjoyment but I just the craft. Um, mm. Yeah, of what he's done. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, I mean, I think All Stars, like the only thing on this podcast, get tense from both of us. So, <laughs> yeah, it's hard, a hard act to follow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I haven't read. Nice. I'd love to read a lot more, you know, New 52, mm. um, more modern stuff as well. So, yeah. Still working out how to do action comics. Yeah. <laughs> That that omnibus should, is looking yeah. sweet on my shelf. <laughs> How many issues is it? Is it eighteen or nineteen or seventeen? Eighteen plus well, zero. Well, but then yeah, then there's a zero issue and then the and an annual. That's so nice. it's nineteen issues plus an annual. Yeah, that's cool. So it's it's not small. Yeah. 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 You could do. Um, I don't know. Just read the whole friggin' thing. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is tough because there's so many. It's not only like so long. It's also like so many Death. of those issues are kind of on standalone stories. So you yeah. can't just like wrap it all up in a. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, good. at yeah. least do the first volume because the first volume I definitely feel like is its own thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean it, it'll happen. It's just a matter of when, you know, so... Sure, sure, sure. But, uh, yeah, so ratings. Uh, I'm going to... Who wants to go first? 
Who's feeling it? Me, oh, me, me, me. Yeah, go Adam. Yeah. All right. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, oh no, I didn't think of a clever thing instead of stars. Dang. Oh, Bruegel stars. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna say Everyone's nine star. nine point five stars. Wow. Oh. What was it's it? A lot of Ruggles oh, Ruggles Rs. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, All right. I'll go give it a. I'll give it a an eight and a half. Bug monkeys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, really strong. Yeah, really strong issue. Uh, story. Um, yeah. Good, good, good package. How about yourself, Connor? Uh, I'll give it eight Iliads out of ten. Oh, eight Trojan Wars. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, I I can't say I enjoyed it less than you guys or anything. Like, I, uh, I think all our ratings are really high. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I know my previous read though it was like eight point five, so it's gone down a little bit, but okay. I still really liked it. Um, I mean, hell, I, I said it deserves to be on like the pantheon of Superman stories. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> you guys, are, you're tough with ratings. Very. <laughs> oh yeah, shot it. Um, but I mean, I, look, this is something that definitely will, I'm glad to have on the shelf and would definitely read mm. and reread nice. again, you know, it's yep. not, yeah, not like a dust collector. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. This won't be the last time I read it, mm. uh, or, or Star Superman or, uh, Superman versus aliens. Cause I know we're going to be doing that at some point. Ooh, so. <laughs> you really, yeah. You said that was really good. It is good. I yeah. like it. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm keen to, keen to read it. Yeah, good old Jergens. Uh, so, I read that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, well, thanks very much for joining us, Adam. Yeah, so, always awesome. Oh, my pleasure. Is there Thank anything you, you want to plug? Oh, of course, it's a pleasure having you on, as usual. Uh, you, mm-hmm, you add, mm-hmm. Whenever I fail an insight, you always pick up the slack. So, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. It's good. <laughs> um, is, is there anything you want to plug? Mm-mm. <laughs> All right. Well, Adam's on Twitter at Talking Superman. Uh, he just hangs Here's out my there, thought: really. if, oh. you know, if 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 they're not following me after episode one, they don't want to, and that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair, fair enough. Um, cool. Well, Adam doesn't care, so <laughs> I don't even. I don't even care. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, but th- thank you, Adam. You, you always have a lot to add, and it's always yes. a delight yeah. talking uh, to you. Oh, yeah, you too, guys. Thank you. It's it's awesome having you know three different perspectives on something. So, mm. yeah. And uh, for next time, dear listeners, we will be covering a segment of Greg Pak's Action Comics. Oh yeah, uh, Action Comics Volume in the trade. It's Action Comics Volume Seven. Oh, I can't remember what it's called though, but it's basically uh, we're doing a two-parter for Halloween. It's a it's a horror park set in Smallville. Um, so, and Greg Pack's run in New Two was pretty good. So, yep, I like Greg Pack. Can I we make have... Can I make one comment about that? Mm-hmm. Of course. We we had a uh, a discussion of like oh you know old versus or aging versus non aging Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's one panel in that story. That is the coolest looking old man Superman that's nice. ever been done. Yeah. So just keep keep that in mind. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I know the exact panel. Um, yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't. Okay. Cool. Okay. Action Comics Volume Seven: Under the Skin. 
So we will be covering six issues. So, uh, no, actually, four issues, five issues. I don't know. Action Comics 36 to 40 and Futures End 1. Uh, Futures End 1 is a maybe. I don't know if that's actually part of the story. Okay. Uh, so I don't think it is. Oh. So five issues. Got to go, uh, go right there. <laughs> sorry, I'm okay. Well, let's forget that ever happened. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, of course, uh, everyone, write in your feedback for this. Any thoughts on this little hidden gem? Um, mm-hmm. Reach out to us. And yeah, yeah, we're happy Until to next... yeah, happy to discuss it on this show. Sorry, Connor, just cut you off there. We've been oh, seventy six episodes in, and I still still cut you off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to change. I'm not going to stop cutting you off either, or Adam. Um, <laughs> I like, no, cut, no, I like cutting you off. Uh, uh, who's that? Yeah. Um, so What's that'll be a lot of fun. Beautiful than cross talk. <laughs> so for. Next week, so this will come out next week, actually, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to have a, a spooky next couple of episodes. Some really weird stuff going on. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fun. See yous. Catch you later. Bye. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com, our Twitter at lskpodcast, our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.